everybody. Welcome in to your weekend, your Sunday fun day. My name is Ultimate DJs. Absolutely honored and humbled that you would be spending your beautiful, one day, uh, wonderful Sunday afternoon with us. Thank you so very much. It means the absolute world. Welcome in, everybody. Appreciate you guys all being here. Who is here to wrap up what Ultimate DJs might praise, Bubba Joe? Maybe. Possibly, sort of, kind of, maybe. Possibly one of the best arcs of the year. There will be argument on this, I'm sure. <laughs> Let's find there out. There may be disagreement. Uh, there may be disagreement. We will find out who is here to hang out with us here today on the Talking Trek server sound off. What's up? Stradalorian on server 9, Noon Whistle, server 29. Thank you, Commander Taylor, 192. And our 163, Smoke Mohawk, server 16. Thank you, Rotifer on 17. Velvet Thunder, 137. Uh, Grumpy Old Data Chief on 27. 7 of 9. Good evening to you. Bernard on US 28. Thank you very much. Borg 104, server 16. Deuces Wild on server 17. A Fox on European 134. A on 168. Thank you so much. Raging Ginger on server 31. Gopher, server 130 in the house. Bina on server 30. B Road, uh, server 24. Zakara on 136. Uh, Elder Roku says, loving your playlist today. Hey, Bubba Joe. Loving it. I'm digging it. I'm digging it as well. Thank you. Uh, Captain Planet 167. Divino 164. Iron Chef on 14. Jayberg on 32. Uh, Pavic on server 30. Thank you. Certainly on US 36. Anika, server 136. Thank you. Oh, that's very clever. I like that one, Anika. <laughs> that's a clever server moniker right there. Hey, Swagger, server 20. Thank you. Appreciate you being here. Hammerhead on 175. Arius on server 140. Dr. Juby joining us from US 60. JT Bob on 156. Benny Hill on 42. Jules Verne on 44. Cobra on server 170. Mentor on 58. Mama Jelly on 63. That darn Texan. Server 31. Dark Menace on European 140. Sarek on European 139. Fire Force on server 26. Goofy Names Rock. On server 15, Halotron, server 21. What a big full list today, Bubba Joe. It's looking great. Demolition Doom on 146, Element OP on 32, Captain Caboose on 146, and so many more. 110 additional messages, Bubba Joe, and a packed studio audience for us here today. 242 live human bodies in the Talking Trek studios today. Thank you so very, very much, everybody. It's absolutely wonderful to be hosting this show with you here today. Bubba Joe, how are you today, my friend? Are you well? Are you good? Are you enjoying your weekend? I feel, I feel for some reason, Bubba, I feel like super energized. I don't know if it's because I got a good night's sleep. I don't know if it's because I got a lot done around the house this morning. I don't know if it's because my grass looks good. I, I don't know. No idea, but I'm feeling like a 9.8 out of 10, Bubba Joe. I'm feeling good today. You? Maybe? Sort of? Kind of? I don't have Bubba Joe. Is Bubba Joe talking? I don't have Bubba Joe. What about you? I, I can hear him. Oh, no. I don't actually have him. <laughs> I couldn't hear him either. He left and he'll be back. Uh-oh. Okay. Well, he was on stage. He was on stage, Joker. But, uh, I knew we should have did sound checks. Yeah. <laughs> we should have absolutely done the sound checks live <laughs> on the air. Tag on. <laughs> can you hear me now? I got you, Bubba Joe. How okay. you doing, man? I'm doing okay. Good. Are you Are you having a nice weekend? Like, like I said, I'm, I don't know. 
if if it's just because I've got the energy today. Maybe it's an early show. Maybe I'm well rested. I got no idea, Bubba Joe. I'm feeling I'm feeling delightful today. Well, that's good. <laughs> should be should make for an entertaining show. I'm feeling and, delightful. You know, we're gonna have a conversation about what you led with, which was the oh, you don't like it being the best quality uh, of the arc. Yeah, I think it was good. I do. You ain't you ain't gonna change my mind. It's, it's okay. You can be wrong. It's a lie. Oh, <laughs> uh, we'll see. Uh, also joining us from the Pacific Coast here this evening, uh, Mr. There he is. Server 9. Gregor is here, everybody. Get to the chopper. Get to the chopper. Good afternoon to you, sir. How are you? Welcome into the what show. What up, man? How are you? Thank you. You good? I'm good. Are you yeah. feeling energized? Have you enjoyed no. this arc? No. No? You're tired? Mm, medium. Medium. Medium enjoyed the arc. Yeah. <laughs> We, you know, it might just be my environmental uh, influences, Bubba Joe. I might just be in such a good mood today that I'm like, oh, yeah, everything's great. Everything's it's fine. It's always like this on the grading shows. It's, it's not yeah. always like this. I, As a matter of fact, what was the one that I said it was the worst arc of all time? Was that Ferengi Arc Discovery. 1 or 2? That was Ferengi Arc 2. Ferengi Arc 2 was the worst of all time. See, I am perfectly capable of giving a negative grade. February. Uh, no, you're not. I am. Just I because s- you said it was the worst of all time doesn't mean you necessarily gave it negative. I that, that that statement in itself is relative compared to everything else. So just because it was the worst ever doesn't mean it was bad necessarily. If you say it like that, I still gave it a bad grade though. What was my grade and, in in Yark? Was it one? It was, it, was not. <laughs> it, was it was not. It was not a C either. Oh, my God. You guys are killing me. Uh, welcome in, everybody. We also, of course, uh, from Germany have Criminal Tashcan joining us here today. Welcome into the show. How are you over there? Are you having an, a nice weekend? I mean, it's Sunday evening. Your weekend is almost over. You're wrapping it up with your friends here at Talking Trek. Did you have a nice day? Um... The honest answer would be no, because I absolutely did not get the things done that I wanted to get done. So, mm. what what was on your list? If I if I could just be so curious, so many things. I, well, now you say things are relative, right? You gotta have a relative goal as well. Like you might have so many things to do, but if you knocked out like a good number of them, then that's still productive. I no, <laughs> I woke up. Goal accomplished. <laughs> Karkin's like I thoroughly enjoyed my Sunday. Um, Basically, the list was long and is still long. So, yeah, I got it. Uh, Doctor Juby thinks that you accomplish your list every day by accomplishing the following two tasks: Ripper's daily to-do list. One, be awesome. Number two, repeat. Number one. I, th- <laughs> I think that's great. I think that's very good. Also, uh, from Canada this evening, uh, Karkin is joining us. Good. Uh, hey, hey, hey. I guess it's morning for you technically. It's not actually morning by the <laughs> clock, but it's the early part of your day, right? That is correct. Yeah, I'm a late nighter. Yeah, he's the uh, he's the overnighter. Well, guys, we got a lot to get into today. Uh, Bubba Joe, as you saw from the show teaser, we do want to do a little bit of teaching um, for those of you who are not engaged with our Twitch channel, or for example, perhaps don't have four and a half hours to sit through and wade through a video where there was probably an hour of good content. Uh, and why don't you? Why why don't you what? Watch. Why don't you have four and a half hours? You need to dedicate more time <laughs> to learning about Star Trek Fleet Command. Come on. We got to set some priorities for the audience. You here. know, really, when you really get down and think about it, it used to be 
It used to be legitimate that I could say I expected avid players to consume all of our content. I used to be able to say that, Bubba Joe, because we we used to do a two to two and a half hour podcast, and we did that twice a week, and then maybe 10 or 15 minute videos here and there. That used to be what it was. All right, but now it's it's a three to three and a half hour podcast twice a week. It's at least four or five, at least four or five, maybe six, seven, eight hours on Twitch every single week, and then the YouTube. True it, believers are loving it. I know, but it's a lot. <laughs> it's a lot. I mean, listen, I've said before that I can't watch stuff like America's Got Talent or American Idol. I can't watch that stuff because it takes so much time every single week. I, I, I just can't. I can't. Uh, be able to dedicate that much time to it. Let me give you case in point. Still haven't watched Thursday's episode of Strange New Worlds. Haven't done it yet. Might do it this evening, but haven't watched episode number three. I've got the first two. Haven't watched number three. So, um, you know, not to mention. Oh, so you, don't, so you don't know that she. Stop. Yeah. Stop. <laughs> Stop it. Uh, don't do it. Don't do it. Spoilers. No spoilers. <laughs> She's the one that the doesn't then. say that with over that way. What? What? Stop! Stop! She I'm not listening. Thing. Headphones are off. Headphones are off. Can't hear. <laughs> la, 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 All right. Um. <laughs> hey, hey, DJ. Uh huh. Pike is on this episode. Well, okay. I will accept that as as your one and only spoiler, everybody. I'll, I'll take that one. All right, everybody. Listen, we've got stuff to get to. And, of course, it all starts with uh, this week's rendition of Stupid News. And it's a doozy, Bubba Joe. I had plenty of time to prep. Ladies and gentlemen, live from the Talking Trek Studios, it's time for your Stupid News headlines from across stupid the world. Let's go. No. Time for the news. news. Yes, Mosher. It's time for your news. You must have your daily dose of news. As a matter of fact, Bubba Joe, I had extra time today. See, again, very, very accomplished today, Bubba Joe. I got some yard work done, got the cars cleaned. Uh, Miss DJ's uh, detailed her car, and I I assisted because I was also working on my own car. Uh, I made a very nice, big, full breakfast for everybody, not just my six-year-old since I'm such a heathen parent. Bubba Joe, I made Oliver DJ's French toast this morning. Uh, he loves my French toast. It's the favoritest thing. And uh, so I had a really nice breakfast. And then I came out here, still having a couple technical issues with the Twitch stream as far as audio. So tinkering with that, trying some new things. We'll, we'll test that out on our next stream. So I'm, again, very accomplished today, Bubba Joe. I'm feeling good. Including spending at least... Uh, a solid six minutes writing stupid news. For, exa <laughs> for example, this one right here. The Queen of England uh, finally made a, a public appearance. Actually, this was last week, almost a, almost a week old. Queen of England uh, was met with rousing cheers at the Royal Windsor Horse Show. What was this? Like the week before last, I believe. Uh, after weeks of speculation about her health, right? I mean, this is a thing over there in, uh, in Europe. Everybody knew she was absolutely fine, though. Uh, the second she came out and did that keg stand. It was like, yes, there's our girl, Dizzy Lizzie. We're feeling good. She's good. Everybody's everybody's happy. She's fine now. Um, yeah, Dizzy Lizzie. That's what I'm going to start calling the Queen of England. I don't know if that's appropriate or not. <coughs> the woman who grew up next to the Unabomber, uh, Bubba Joe, Ted, what's his name? Ted Kaczynski, I think. Uh, there was uh, obviously he had neighbors, right? He had coworkers, normal, ordinary, everyday people that that were around this person. The woman who grew up next door to him has written a new book about her infamous next door neighbor. For some reason, though, 
nobody's ordering it through the mail. <laughs> Not exactly sure. No, I don't know why. Why would nobody order that? It's digital, uh -oh. digital only. Ah, thank you, Cargan. An image captured by NASA's Curiosity rover shows what many internet users are claiming is a doorway to a hidden secret portal on the planet of Mars. Guys, you can't. I mean, Ripper, have you seen this article? Have you seen the image? Do you, in fact, believe that this is some kind of trans-dimensional portal? No. No? Have you seen it? Yes. Yes? Can you please... Oh, this is going to be rich. Ripper, can you please explain to the community what, in fact, it is that we're looking at? Just a rock formation. It happens. Just a rock formation. See, maybe Ripper just hasn't seen it yet, Bubba Joe. Maybe part of the cover up is part of the cover up. Maybe you don't see it at first, but if you squint really, really hard enough, like right after your second bong hit, you'll definitely notice it. Okay, it's absolutely, <laughs> it's plain as day. Bubba nope. Joe, part of uh, a part of the CNN Plus welcome package, arrived to fired CNN Plus workers this past week. Laid off CNN Plus workers received welcome packages in the mail stuffed with swag from the network, including branded gear, over 10 days after the $300 million service closed down. There's also <laughs> there was also a book included uh, about the origins and the supposed need for CNN Plus. Yeah, there was a book included in this welcome package. Kind of weird though. Only book in history to begin with chapter 11. <laughs> Oh, <laughs> uh, that one just came to me, Bob. I thought that was fantastic. Uh, Alex Rodriguez was caught sleeping while sitting courtside last weekend's uh, at last weekend's Phoenix Suns playoff game. Worst part is uh, he was asleep on the sidelines and still scored almost as many points as the Suns did. Uh, <laughs> there is that. Uh, a knife swinging truck driver and gun toting motorist, uh, motorcyclist, faced off in the streets in a wild, wild west road rage confrontation this past week in Florida, Bubba Joe. This would sound absolutely insane if you took the word Florida out of the headline. Uh, anyway, <laughs> anywhere else in the world, this would be a crazy, crazy day. In Florida, it was a Tuesday. Uh, that's happening down in the state of Florida. Lastly, uh, Bubba Joe, this is so good. This is so good. A court, I don't know, I might have more. If, if I could be enticed. Bubba Joe, a court is deciding if an elephant in the Bronx Zoo should be legally considered a person. I mean, no, I did not make this up, Bubba Joe. There is literally a law of the land court. Our legal judicial system is trying to decide if this robot, or if this robot, if this elephant is actually a person or falls into the same life category as a robot. Yes, the elephant says it's terrified, mainly because she's seen what they do to people in the Bronx. She's like, please, I'll be a robot. Just let me be a robot, please. Uh, lastly, uh, <laughs> this is funny too. A YouTuber in New Zealand, Steven Aaron, filmed herself eating 10,000 calories of Wendy's food in a single sitting, or as Americans call it, she had a nice lunch. Uh, ironically, <laughs> ironically, after all that Wendy's food, she went to a bathroom and, and dropped a Whopper. <laughs> it's not even the same restaurant. 
not even the same one. Thank you very much. Appreciate it. Going out on top there, everybody. Appreciate it. Thank you. Uh, there's your stupid news. Bubba Joe, you didn't comment on any of it. I mean, did you, you literally did not mute yourself. Please tell me you did not mute yourself. Did you mute the news? I'd be highly offended. I, I did not mute the news. I muted myself during the news so you wouldn't get the groans. I mean, the groans probably make it better, to be perfectly honest <laughs> with you. When I think everybody's loving it, then I feel like it's not as good. Like, But if I, if I you know, get jeers and, and boos out of the crowd, then I definitely, definitely uh, struck gold. All right. That's what, that's what the, the whole goal of Stupid News is to be so bad it's good. <laughs> that's, the, that's, the, that's the point. I don't believe well, you've made it full sad. circle. Uh, I, haven't, <laughs> I haven't made it full circle yet. Okay, fine. Thank you. Uh, ladies and gentlemen, I appreciate uh, everybody being here today. Let's get into it. The first thing that we've got here, Bubba Joe, is something that has been slightly concerning to a lot of people throughout, I'd say, even like the last 10 days maybe 12 days of this arc, was that the loot counts weren't quite adding up. We're going to do that for you right now, Bubba Joe. We've got all the data. We do have one super secret special surprise for you here today, community. If you are listening live in our studio audience, if you're listening in podcast later on this evening, you can share with your teams. We have breaking news for you here today, Bubba Joe. But let's get into the counts and how this thing broke down first. That's where I want to start. Bubba Joe, uh, you and I have had officer sourcing disagreements this month, all right? I uh, have had wonderful conversations with the Scopely Ops team and with this arc runner in particular this week when, you know, some of your feedback was brought up. Listen, and and I want to say this just before we get too deep into this, and and I know I mentioned this to Bubba earlier in the week, and some of you guys have picked up on it. I, I, I'm going to, I don't want to, I don't want to necessarily brag or, or, or anything like that here, Bubba Joe, but, but this community has been so good. This community has been so good and so, for the most part, constructive and professional. And, and when, we have you can brag prob- about that. when we have problems, you know, we present them in an appropriate way. Okay? It, you know, we can be just as upset as the official Discord, but I feel like the behavior out of this community is, is always different. I think that's a fair observation. I I think that's fair, all right? And and why I want to brag on all of you, all right, why I want to to, uh, express my gratitude is for the same reason, Bubba Joe, that Community Manager Echo came into our chat and tagged you this past week about a piece of feedback that you specifically stood on a hill like you specifically died on that hill for the community and and community manager echo uh either heard that or clipped it or somehow got it and and heard it and recognized and fight uh, fought for the position of the community and and this past wednesday absolutely amazing news came out bubba joe that was a direct an absolute 100% direct reflection of exactly the point that you made during Wednesday's show, all right? Yes. And, I, and I think that that cannot be 
uh, undersold. I think that that is a huge testament to what we have built here. And I say we, I mean all of us, not me, not Ultimate DJs, but including uh, Criminal Tashcan, including Bubba Joe, including Ripper and Stevens Aaron and Karkin and Truck and Chick and Arian and, and everybody who has worked to put together this community. And not only that, Bubba, but the community itself. You realize our Discord has something like 12,000 players in it now. Now, I don't imagine, I don't hold the illusion that all of them are active and that all of them are still playing and, and this and that, but you guys have built an amazing amazing community here one that scopely pays attention to all right so it was it was awesome this past week bubba joe when we started discussing our final loot counts in the chat and it spurred a conversation with scopely about hey you know uh thank you obviously for for watching this uh here was some of the stuff that that we had in mind and and you know some of the stuff that we did and this and that and i'm going to be able to share a little bit of that with you today bubba joe and and one thing that i did mention during round one or maybe round two of our famous boxing match bubba joe was that officer sourcing this month really was second to none even though even though it was of prior content right and we've talked, Bubba Joe, you and I, about how officer sourcing should not, in your perspective, be uh, sourced in auctions, all right? But my argument came back in that this was an anthology arc. It was not a new arc. This was a catch-up arc and, and probably the most uh, appropriate place if there were going to be officer auctions for previous offers, uh, officers, then this was the place that they needed to be, right? In, in this arc, in this anthology, in this timeless set of, of episodic milestones from the original series all the way up to Discovery, this is probably where those particular officers did actually belong. But Bubba Joe, it wasn't just a traditional auction. They did uh, come in to the cross-server platform, which... You know, again, I still don't think that that was overly a bad thing. You even said, Bubba Joe, that you felt like it was the most fair of any cross-server leaderboard. It was the most fair, even though you didn't like it. It was the most fair thing that they could do. And and well, then I had conversations in uh, you know behind closed doors about my claims on on the shard count. All right, um, and and the shard counts were increased. I mean just mathematically factually i did it excel i counted every single shard every single shard paid out bubba joe and and so let me start here because i know that you got some comments on this all right and and it is going to lead directly into our final loot count because i feel like it has to be a component now maybe not okay maybe not okay. but i i want to kind of get your summary wrap up maybe we've already done it bubba joe but your summary wrap up on the number, I mean, if you can take a step back and look at the number of shards that were available this month, it kind of, it, it's kind of big, right? You, do you not believe, sure. do you not believe? I, no, 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 it's, it, it would, you cannot argue that there were more shards offered this month than any other month. That's, that is not an arguable point. Okay. It's obviously anyone can do math, right? Um, you know, probably the next closest month is, um, TNG2 because it had two Picard auctions and each one of those 
awarded uh, 180 shards to first place, which would have been more than 100 for any other month. You know Doesn't what? Let make me... those those auctions great, but that would be the next closest. So well, let me let I'm me just do saying... something, and Go and ahead. for the sake of argument, because I, by the way totally accounted for that somebody did come at me Bubba Jones said well with Picard everything's doubled so of course you can claim that so would you believe that I went back and took the spreadsheet of every single uh officer auction and every single shard this month and any of them that were Picard I applied a multiplier of 50 percent would you believe that I did that and I could still claim still that this month sourced 270% more shards than the next closest month. Would you, and, and by the way, Scopely gave me nothing. I did this solely after hours spent, hours by the way, spent on stfc.space. Shout out, Rip. No, I mean, I mean, I haven't done the math, but also that would not surprise me because traditionally only the top placement would get um uh would get a full unlock and of course now the second and third placements get more than a full tier uh unlock so so yeah no that doesn't that doesn't actually surprise me at all um so i you know i my problem is and always has been that that auctions during an arc are a monetization metric that Scopely uses for new content. And it works for new content. Are you, are, are, DJ, are you auctioning off that 2012 on your lot or do you just sell it as is? Do I auction? I don't auction anything. Yeah, if you got if you got a nice used oh, 2012 Miata, you know, <laughs> are you auctioning it off or are you selling it just as a used car? Well, I mean, listen, it's very, very different scenario. It depends on what my scenario is, right? If it's an extremely rare piece, you betcha, I'll auction it. Um, but I mean, that's you know, that's a totally you really can't compare these two. I know that I tried to the other night. And, so, and I think in some scenarios it works. This one is not. So, Captain not. Oblivious, I'm not saying you should sell the officers. I'm saying they should be available. In whatever way that you are sourcing them, they should be available. Auctions are for, here is this brand new thing that we want to allow the community to have some early access to. We will have some sourcing for it later on, or we're going to give you a longer free-to-play path, or we're going to do this other thing. Auctions during an arc for new content are a hundred percent understood and, and acceptable. Like whether you whether you like it or not, you know this is the mechanic of this game. There is always you know after about the first what eight months of the game, ten months of the game, we got our first auction. Auctions are a part of this game at its very core for new content. Um, so I, that's my problem with this arc. Whether or not I got lots of officers or mo- less officers, more officers. It wasn't the officers that I wanted. All right, so I've got other a, than Picard. I've got because a cu- Picard is sourced in no other way. I've got a couple of counterpoints to that. One of which is a repeat, so I'll make it quick. Uh, just because you didn't want the officer, Bubba Joe, does not mean nobody else wanted the officer. Okay, that's point A. We can knock that out. All right, because here in my bracket, and and this is a good day to be able to do this, Bubba Joe, uh, and I would like for you guys to throw up some screenshots 
of the TOS cross-server solo leaderboard, uh, uh, like your top places. Because Bubba Joe and I had a little bit of a wager. If I were basing it off my server, then I would win, Bubba Joe. First place came in at 22.6 million points, and that was not a 50-plus server. Uh, I would like to see some of the top points. Wow. Ops 40, Captain Planet. Uh, Bubba Joe, take a look there. 23 million points. This is for basically 200 or two tiers, whatever it was, two tiers, two unlocks, uh, 220 shards. There we go. Thank you. 220 shards of TOS Kirk. Jayberg, 63 million. Uh, Ops 41, 42, almost 12 million, 11.7 million. 13.7 million at Ops 41, 42. LMNOP at 35 million. What Ops bracket is that? I need, I need to know the Ops bracket, guys. All right, because that matters. All right, LMNOP is in Ops 46 at 35 million. Stratalorian at 10.2 million. Guys, need Ops. All right, um, need Ops levels, please. All right, Ops 41, 8.2 million. Ops 44, 14 million. And again, Bubba, absolutely understanding of the Picard factor, all right? But these scores are not small. These scores are not small, man. All right? I, EJ, I, I person What? A material spend event. You're being rewarded to upgrade with things that you want to upgrade. Oh, hogwash. No, I disavow that perspective. We have talked and talked and talked about material spends you can't do them all you can't win them all you have to choose you if you're going to be right, even a right. mild you spend keep saying that. you keep saying that that is factually untrue you can win them all ask gregor okay oh stop yeah, saying what? that even someone who doesn't spend like neo can win no. every material spend auction if they choose stop <laughs> saying it can't be done by spending bubba joe okay yes okay stop then Stop it. Okay? We're not talking about whales here. All right, look, we got we got Ops 32 in the chat right now who got 4 million points. Ops 32 at 4 million points on the winner of this board. People do choose. People have to prioritize as a general rule of gameplay. Listen, you can buy anything. If you want to spend enough money, you can buy anything. All right? That has never been in doubt. If you want to spend, then spend. All right? But we're talking about players finding worth in rewards. All right? And some players, many players, in fact, will decide on what auctions to, to go in because they may not be able to do them all. All right? I, for example, went and I didn't push hard because I'm light on materials this month. I was able to finish in the top 50 for Picard. Got 28 shards there. I finished in 68th place for TOS. I could not afford to push. All right? I couldn't afford to push. Now, that being said, there are players that went heavier in these cross servers because there were extra shards. Now, you want to say it's because they just wanted to progress and don't care about the officers? That's completely unfounded assertion. Okay? It's completely baseless. You can't prove that. What can be proved is what people spent. Sure right. I can. I if you if if I had a contact at Scopely, I for sure could prove it. You could look at how much material is spent between auctions and how much is spent during auctions, and I will guarantee you what's spent in the two days of an auction outperforms the days between the auction. 
Of course it does. Why, why would right. you argue otherwise? Because players are going to time and plan the progression for the exact reason we've taught them to, which is to yes. get paid to spend. Correct. Okay. So this was a material spend auction that awarded you to spend. Of course, players were going to spend. Okay. But if the reward had no value, then why do it during that one? Now, again, you got an unlimited credit card, do it for all of them, whatever, who cares? But for the common player, why invest into something that carries no value to you? And that's kind of the point that I'm trying to make. All right. Some people, I do agree, shorts will spend just to spend. All right. But most people are not spending just to spend. All right. And and whether or not we can agree that TOS Picard had a very successful weekend, which I'm glad to see. All right. Whether or not you believe that that's because TOS Kirk was any good or not, Bubba, you're in the minority uh, of of common players when you say that this officer carries no value to you. It carries no value to you because you can't PvP with it. Therefore, you're not interested in the G5 economy. And I get that. All right? But there were a lot of players that did pursue this this officer and are excited about the fact that they were able maybe to take it to Tier 3 or Tier 4 with this with this material spend auction. That being so, said... Go ahead. Let's, let's, put it, let's put it in the chat. All right? Would you have rather had an auction... Or would you have rather had something where you could guarantee shards? What, like a free-to-play meta? Why not both? <laughs> like a free-to-play meta? This or that? <laughs> I mean, maybe a free-to-play meta is what Bubba Joe is, is driving towards. Well, we got not one a free of those, to play. too. Not, it doesn't have to be free-to-play. It can be a guaranteed meta. It could have 50 levels like we just, or 100 levels like we just saw and reward you guaranteed on your spend of materials. Would you rather have that or an auction? I don't. I don't know what you're saying. Are you talking about the Kobayashi event? Yes. Why couldn't you have a Kobayashi type of event that says, "Hey, if you spend a thousand materials, you're going to get this many shards. You spend a thousand more, you're going to get this many shards. Spend two thousand more, you're going to get this many shards." I don't know why there's any reason that that wouldn't work. Why? Why is that coming up? My point is, is that players would rather have that than an auction, and that gives them a guarantee. I know that I can spend up to this threshold and I am guaranteed to get this many shards. And if you give players a chance to do something that is different and unique than an auction, where they can, even if they're even if they're if they're free to play or they have the unlimited credit card, doesn't matter. There's always a chance they're going to get beat at the last minute, at the last second, they're gonna get bumped out of a score bracket. Mm -hmm. They're gonna get a lot less than they would want. They why would you want an auction? Okay, and and I again, I am okay with auctions for new content. I expect something better for old content. I don't. I don't think I disagree with you on that. I think that's a unique idea, and and one that we probably got to give him an opportunity to explore, Bubba. I mean, Kobayashi Maru just came out here for the first time ever, and it was literally developed as a fix to a problem. Can it be adapted? Absolutely. I think that would be a phenomenal idea, to be perfectly honest with you. I think it'd be a phenomenal idea. But there are variations of that already in existence with, for example, the 10D Officer meta, or the 10 of 11 meta, or the 11 of 11 meta, not the 10 11, the 11, what was it, 4 and 3, whatever they were, the new Borg Officers, uh, not, not 3, right? That was, 
to praying. Which one's to praying? The gas one. Okay, so that Three. one didn't. That one didn't have it, but four and eleven did. All right. Um, I think that there's there's definite areas where the Kobayashi Maru style of event could be adapted, Bubba Joe. I'm totally fine with that, to be honest with you. I like I love that idea. But in an arc, and, and in fairness, you know, this is unfamiliar. All right. I, I, I think Correct. that we have to recognize that an anthology arc is unfamiliar. There's only been one catch up arc ever before this. And it did, in fact, actually have new content, if you recall. It was the Borg and Swarm and Stella event last April, April of 21. Uh, and the only new officer introduced in that month, Bubba Joe, was, in fact, Jayla. Now, let's yep. go back. Let's go back. Skillyback says we praised that arc. Yeah, I, I agree with you. We did. Let's go back and find out what auctions we had that month. And this is why Bubba Joe makes this argument. It's valid. Because the auctions we had that month were for the terror skin. All right. Mm -hmm. No officers. Jayla was not auctioned. All right. It was the terror skin. <clears throat> so arguably new content, right? Bubba Joe, that's that's your argument. Correct. Is new content. Yep. So when when something has only happened one time before, Bubba, it's hard for me to assign it precedent. You know what I'm saying? Like I understand the expectations based on every other month. Every other month we've ever had has had new content as the auction. But to step back for a second and do something completely new, and moreover, you know, almost tripling the rewards, I kind of feel like that is, I, I, I'm okay with that. Maybe even as a one-off, Bubba Joe, as, a, as a, a, an occasional thing. All right? If next month, if next month... Nero comes up for auction, Bubba Joe, then I, I'll agree with you, okay? This is not a precedent we want to set. But this was an anthology arc, the, a, a catch-up arc, where there was no new feature, okay? I mean, really, there was, but, you know, engineering or whomever game design decided they wanted to sell it this month instead of auction it. Bubba, let me ask you, in lieu of the officer shards, would you have preferred auctions of Section 31 and the Fecia Salvager refit? Oh, I think those would have been really terrible auctions. Maybe Scopely felt the same way. Right? I mean, you're saying we shouldn't do it with old content. Should we have taken the two features this month and done that for the auctions instead? I think, I think Bob Mark, you're saying, like, you're okay with auctions, but you have to change the sourcing for officers outside of the auctions i don't disagree really saying like it's you can't have it something as old as tos and say you know eight months later hey guys we know that you couldn't really accumulate shards for this officer so now we're going to have another auction again well but there but, has been opportunities for that all right yeah i think there has been a little bit yeah those those but, officers have been additionally sourced in not one but two different locations so i i feel like it's you know, you can't come back here and say either that sourcing hasn't changed because it has been improved. Uh, not only were they added into the normal ultra gotcha, but they were also added into the specialized gotcha as well, which does rotate on time. All right. Was so, Kirk added to the normal? Well, he was added to the normal. Uh, yeah. Yeah. Everybody is in the normal rotation. And then you got the specialized rotation, which is not consistent, but the dilution is a lot lower. So if you know that that chest is coming, then you'll have an opportunity to 
to save up if that's an officer you want to work on, all right? So sourcing has improved with that even additionally uh, to that, and, and I feel like that can't be ignored either. That being said, there's great points in the chat. What about players who weren't here two years ago, all right? This was, by definition, a catch-up arc. So it was a great opportunity for players to go back and be able to pick up on some content they missed. I mean, how many of you guys noticed and 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 praised the fact that there were missions that actually gave epic officer shards? Right? I mean, how many how many Picard shards showed up in TNG week? I'm wanting to say it was like ten or fifteen. It was a it was a fair number. Just in the missions. Look, Tactical Mosquito, Server 56. I was not here two years ago. Mosquito, did you like or dislike or appreciate or hate the fact that you had auctions for these officers this month? And, I, and I'm saying auctions specifically. All right, You did have to participate in the auction just like you would have in February or March of 2021. Was it good? Mosquito was excited for that. So that's what I'm saying. This is no different in any other style of month, Bubba Joe, and where there's a feature that some players are going to be excited about or content that some players are going to be excited about and others are not. This was, by definition, an arc that spanned you know the last almost two and a half years, right? Even with Disco. Wasn't Disco before TOS? Disco was right before TOS. Yeah. So you're going back literally uh 21 20 months because when did disco start september yes so 20 months you're going back and sourcing content on a greater degree of scale than what is currently existing in the game is Giorgio available yes is michael burnham available yes uh, tos kirk and uhura and picard and beverly you could argue yes to all of them except for picard really Right, So a good opportunity for players to go back and pick some of that stuff up, Bubba. Was it as exciting to, to you? I agree that it wasn't. I mean, that's your perspective. But to call it bad is not representative of the, of the community at, at large. Karkin, so DJ, you came off mute. What do you got to, what do you got to add? Well, I just wanted to point out the um, similes to... The fact, like you guys mentioned, you were saying how well you enjoyed the terror skin arc. That arc, I hated it. It was a 35 plus. I couldn't touch anything. I was uh, out of I, that arc for the whole month. Uh, so, and, like you're saying, if there's sometimes there's a month you can't participate in. And I didn't love that arc. And DJ is selectively remembering that 50s didn't have just the worst time with that arc. But, you know, it's okay. He can have that select. No, memory. listen, I'm, ta- I'm not talking about the Franklin. I'm not talking about the Franklin at all. I'm talking about the auctions. That's what you said, Bubba. You said yes. auctions. Well, the yes. only other time that there's been an arc that hasn't no. been new content was April of 21. And you said we praised that arc, and no, Tarkin I, and I both are no. I don't think I said. You, I don't arc. think I said you praised that arc. What I said is that was auctions based on new content. This is the first time you've ever even had auctions on a on an arcly scale. That wasn't new content. So just because it was Correct. new, does it make it bad? So someone brought up a point in the chat, and I would like to address it because I think it's actually critical. If if they'd have taken these three auctions, okay, the three that we had this month, and had them between the last three arcs, they do a Picard auction just out of the blue, outside of an arc, between the arcs, 
And then they did a TOS auction crossover leaderboard between the arcs. And then they did a discovery auction between the arcs. Great. I think that's sourcing. I think that's something that people would appreciate. I don't believe it belongs in an arc. I don't believe that old auctioning old content belongs in an arc. And furthermore, and you're going to not like this. I, I already think the don't idea like, of an anthology like arc is bad. Well, you're right. I don't like anything that you just said for the last 30 seconds. I don't give a damn where it falls on the calendar, Bubba Joe. Not to mention this arc was about content over the last two years. I mean, that was the whole point. So it does It was supposed there. to be about lower decks. No, it wasn't. It wasn't, clearly. They spent no event time on lower decks you had you had the officers now why i will agree with you bubba i don't know why they had two officers maybe it was because they didn't have the content maybe it was because they didn't have the narratives maybe it was because they didn't want to launch lower decks with with no features i don't know what the answer was okay to be perfectly frank i would agree with you on the expectation that this could or should have been an entire lower decks arc but the fact you know is could, it wasn't you could have you could have done all three of these features tied directly into lower decks. Okay. I'll walk down that road. If you Okay, so in the in in season 2 there's an episode where Mariner and Beckett uh, make their way to a bar on a starbase that has Kirk and Spock etched into the bar. This is a place where they couldn't get into the big party and they go to that they go to that bar and then they end up etching their name in the bar and saying, hey, this is better than going to the party in the first place, right? There, there's your TOS tie-in. You can have this about TOS Kirk. You could have the TOS tie-in if you still want to do that. If you want to do a Section 31 tie-in, they talk about who could be a Section 31 spy on the ship. Every mm -hmm. ship has one. You could have a Section 31 tie-in. And granted, they've never done anything about Discovery, but Discovery, again, is hidden from all of Starfleet records, so you're not going to expect that that's going to be seen. And then we have the episode that is about Tendi turning her back on the Orion. She's a freaking Orion. If you want to do that research, tie it into Lower Decks. Lower Decks is such a fantastic show. I feel as passionately about how they misrepresented Lower Decks as you did in TOS. What? You th you felt we talked about this in Lower Decks. You felt that in Lo or not Lower Decks in TOS when TOX art uh, art came along, that the officers didn't really represent their characters, that the arc itself didn't represent uh, the original series, and that it was just uh, really poorly tied in. I think okay? you're I think you're referring to TNG. TNG is where what? I felt that because it, like narratively it was really weak. Right. Okay. TOS. No, I think you might have mentioned that with the worms too. Worms. Well, yes. TOS narratively fit very well. Doomsday was a huge part of TOS. So narratively, it did fit, but executionally, it came off really, really bad. It was exactly the opposite with TNG. I believe that the features came off really, really good. You had away teams, you had exocomps, and I, you know, whatever. I'm a believer. You guys may not be. That's fine. But those were a couple of features that I really, really bought into. But narratively, TNG was extremely, extremely weak, all right? Now, I don't know where I fall narratively on on this month. I mean, it, it it's anthology, so I think that they did not try to make it a Lower Decks arc. Now, whether or not you agree that they should, Bubba, you, you had a, a very loud vocal position during TNG because you've always said you're a narrative guy. You look for narrative tie-ins. And I yes. think, I think that... 
because you didn't see that this month, that's making you like this arc less. I mean, you you've openly said I love story, I love narrative, I like I like thematically relatable things, and which Correct. is why TNG failed you so miserably. I yes. feel like this is is a direct reflection of what's happening there. If I'm looking objectively, which is where you and I look differently at this stuff, I do agree about narrative. I love narrative. I love a good story. I love all that stuff. But I also am able to separate what I'm doing in the game. All right? And when I look at the chat and I see players who are talking about getting Kirk and tearing up Kirk or getting Uhura and tearing that up or getting Giorgio uh, or unlocking Picard... All right, unlocking Picard. How old is that officer now? Almost a year? We're talking about players who are just now unlocking that officer because of what was available during this arc. I can't, I can't say that that's a bad thing. Now, I, I don't want to do round three all day, Bubba Joe. All right? We've, okay. made our, we've made our positions very, very clear in officer sourcing this month. This was the route that Scopely chose to go. And, and I'm going to... Take a little bit of responsibility for that, Bubba Joe, and you're going to take a little bit of the blame as well. All right? If I'm going down, you're going down with me because both you and Gregor have also said right here on this show in the last 20 minutes that officer sourcing has to be better. We've said it for a year. Officer sourcing, ultras, this or that, that sourcing's got to be better, that these officers have to become available more regularly and not just in ultras. So and and, and to I was end, specifically you're, you're, told this month you're going to come back and say that this month officer sourcing was better, and I'm going to counter with I'm going to say you're doing your I'm accumulation. Say, Go ahead. No, I, I'm going to say that they went back and picked nine officers, of which maybe two or three or four were less important to select individuals. And listen, if you look at all nine officers that were available this month. All right. I would imagine that there were probably uh, at least half that weren't that weren't exciting to anybody. You guys weren't doing that auction for Sulu. <laughs> That's see. I was totally in it for Sulu. Kind of my point right there. Everybody was able to take a look, Bubba, at three different events and decide which of the three or how many of the three, maybe which two of the three I wanted to chase after. What had value to me? And and the one singular thing that I'll point out in this arc that I did like better than auctioning new content, Bubba Joe, was that there were three different auctions for three different pieces of throwback. All right? So if, if TOS Kirk was important to me, or if Picard was important to me, or if Giorgio was important to me, then I got to choose at which area I would have I would have gone down. I would have chosen which path to walk. So I I, I like that so, particular choice factor. And I also come back and I say, you know what? Okay, I'm gonna put one point in the logic category for this month's Arc Runner, because they literally came and said, Listen, I mean, I'm hearing you. I'm hearing you. Sourcing has got to get better. We've got to not forget about old content. Moreover, just throwing them in the in the ultras may not be the right answer. So there's got to be more avenues for sourcing that. And here's what this arc runner decided to do to address that. Okay. I, I find so, it crazy that we're all of a sudden going to sit back and say, "Up, oh, shame on you. We never want sourcing of old content. You heathen. Hang on, hang on DJ. 
So when you account for a leaderboard, what placing do you assume every player can achieve? I don't. Yes, you do. No. You've said in the past, yes, you've said, if the leaderboard goes down to 200, I take the placing for the top whatever. You've said, I take number 100. Oh, I think it's deeper than that. I think the lowest we've ever, or the highest we've ever gone on that, where we assumed it was a gimme, I think was 300. See, the Borg event was five, and that was a gimme. The but when the Borg event changed to 200, I did not count that as a gimme because there were clearly people who didn't place there. I think 300 was a number that we have used as a gimme before. I don't know, Ripper. What's the number? Do you does it does it stick out at you? I'm going to say maybe 300. I have absolutely no idea. Yeah, I I honestly can't remember. We haven't had one in a while, Bubba Joe. But let, let's for the sake of argument, let's go with 300. Okay, so if you came in 300th place on your auction, what? How many shards did you get? What? If you came in 300th place in your auction, how many shards did you get? I didn't get any, Bubba. Correct. So how can you say that this is a good way to source officers? Because it's not. No, you know what? It's not a handout. I'm getting I'm getting really tired of having this argument. Why is is everything supposed to be a charitable handout? You've got to engage. You've got to participate. You've got to invest. And I don't mean with real money. I mean you got to play the game. Like it was intended to be played, all right, which is managing resources, investing intelligently, okay? No, it's not a handout. If you want the handout, go to the ultras, okay? I mean, th- does that mean that, does that mean, K21, that every officer in the game that's two years old should just be tier five maxed for all players? I mean, seriously, Velvet Thunder, you too. Because it's two years old, I don't give a damn. How many of you guys have officers that are two years old that aren't maxed? Okay. Should that just automatically be a tier five max, Bubba? There should be a mechanism to continue to source those officers. Yes. Whether it should be an automatic. No, should it be free? Tier five? Listen, no. I would agree. To- I would agree the transporter patterns would be a great place to put everything. All right. I, listen, I've argued I've, I'm 100% in your corner there. Why? Are transporter patterns free? I mean, like like literally handed out hand over fist? Or do you have to engage in a process to convert them? You have to engage in a process do to convert them. Do you have to play intelligent gameplay? Do you have to use strategic elements of this game to get transporter patterns faster than your competitor? Of course. Okay. That's why I'm okay with it, Bubba Joe. That's why I'm okay with it. You want to take every officer in this game and put them in the epics? I got your back, son. I got your back. You know, if I was an arc runner, I'd be so confused after hearing this. Right? I'm with you, Gregor, because the amount of of complaining about coming back and issuing something like, hold on, I've got it here. So they got they got to have a DJ group month and a Bubba group month and and interleave them. I am coming here because I counted up the number of shards issued this month. It's going to be a staggering, staggering number. Wow. All right. Let, so me, let me add let this Let me up. just, if I'm getting this, you just want to remove some of the competition to guarantee the acquisition of the officers that you're spending for. Right, Bubba? So maybe just increase the milestones on the SMS and continue having the auction. So add more milestones, but have the, f- f- say the f- finish point 
of that SMS be halfway through. So like whatever you needed to do for the meta is only halfway through. But if you continued, you can get a little bit more from well, um, in fairness, Karkin, Kobayashi Maru style-ish, the... but it still would have a limit because you don't want to be handing that stuff out like candy. Well, I, I would probably agree with that. If you to recall... Keep the competition aspect of the auction. If you recall, the paired SMS was introduced to do exactly what Bubba Joe was talking about, was to guarantee that people got something. All right? It used to be, before the paired SMS, was that you could play to 10th place right and be sniped into 11th in the last 10 seconds of the event and then you walk with nothing all right yeah that's a poopy feeling but i'll agree with you on that that's a crap feeling all right so the paired sms was introduced to to combat that all right but it's yes. not a replacement it was just meant to provide players with with some value for their spend instead of zero value for their spend which was feedback at you know at that time and I would imagine it's feedback now because if it went away, I can only imagine all the gnashing of teeth that we would experience here. All right. Correct. So, so handouts, uh, you know, I, I don't know. I don't know why I'm in the minority when I say that that shouldn't be the way that it is. All right. Can sourcing be improved? Sure. But it's still going to involve an intelligent play of your game. All right. There's, yes. there's a ton of games out there that are going to. Uh, allow players more and deeper acquisition of rewards in exchange for strategic gameplay or strategic use of your in-game resources. I mean, how many times have we said this game is all about resource management? All right, that hasn't changed. Correct. Hasn't changed. All right. So there, there are some. And there are some paths that I don't like. I see this one here. Slammer says, what about Honor Guard Wharf? It's very, very slow. I agree. Am I a fan of the Honor Guard Worth sourcing plan? Anybody? I mean, if you've no, listened you to this not. show, then you know I am not. All right. Am I a fan of the Prime Particle sourcing plan for away teams assignments primes or, or territory primes? I mean, am I a fan of that? You are not. I'm not. You feel it's too slow. And you're just, I believe we agree on that. Okay. So when I'm talking about, you know, as many shards, and by the way, I've, I've done the math while I was waiting. Um, where did it just go? Oh, wrong computer. Hang on. Sorry. I was looking at the wrong... I, I've got two different computers up. Okay, here we go. Per server. I. You know what? This is This is a hard one, Bubba, because of the, because of the cross servers. But I'm, I'm going to go with this because what I did is I took the total shard count. This is just in leaderboards, by the way. And then I added... I, I did solo milestone shard counts. But that could literally be an infinitesimal number. I mean, how many active players do you have? You know what I'm right. saying? So that, that could be an infinitesimal uh, variable. In the cross-server solo leaderboard, if you take all three auctions, add them together, and I took the number of Picard, and I did half them so we can keep apples to apples, Bubba Joe, even though it wouldn't truly be apples because that means he'd only have, what, 90? But there are epics with 90, so, you know, whatever. We'll go with that. Um, per server, because I've halved the numbers as far as cross-server play, Bubba Joe, per server... There were 10,710 shards per bracket. Per bracket. Your server, assuming that your server split the leaderboard 50-50, all right, which is also still not 
I think technically possible, Bubba, because one place got, you know, first place got like two X and then second and third got one X and then, you know, they continue to break down from there. But nonetheless, 10,710 shards in auction leaderboards, Bubba, per bracket. It's a pretty large number, larger than there's ever been. And as far as SMS shards go, I mean, they were everywhere. They were literally everywhere. Okay. So I, uh, I'm just saying, I look at officer sourcing this month, whether you liked the officers or not, there is a mathematical constant, which is they went back and they picked up on a boatload of old stuff. All right. Maybe it was old. Maybe you didn't like that it was old. All right. But nonetheless, players talk about wanting to get the old stuff because they missed it the first time or it's not sourced fast enough now, Gregor. All right. 10,710 leaderboard shards this month per leaderboard bracket. How many brackets were there? Ripper, do you remember right off? I could go back and look. Nope. It's probably what, Bubba? I don't remember those things. It's okay. It's okay. I just, I know you're a computer, so I wonder, you know, how much is there available for immediate recall. That's all. Not a big deal. All right. It's all processing, no memory. Yeah. <laughs> all right. <clears throat> Look at Cookie Monster, server 188. We've been starving for these shards, okay? Uh, we have been starving for these shards is not good. It's okay. Whatever. I, I mean, I'm done. I thought you were actually making a point, then I read your comment uh, grammatically correct, and you're still arguing. So it is what it is. I, again, will be the the voice that, that nobody wants to hear from on this, but... You know, What's the argument anyways? The argument is that there shouldn't have been auctions for old stuff and that the anthology arc shouldn't have even flipping happened and and nobody wants old officers and the old officers are all shit and I mean it, it's a bunch no. of it's a bunch of bogus Every, crap. Hang on. I want everyone wants not everyone. Lots of players want the old officers. Where we disagree is that auctions are sourcing for old officers. Well, auctions and, I, and, and this, Truck and Chick actually said it case. very, very well up in the chat, and it's gotten a lot of a lot of uh, icons. It needs no, to be better it. consistent sourcing of officers. Leaderboards are not a good consistent source. So yes, I don't think I don't I think didn't one... want these specific officers. I recognize and agree with you. Lots of people wanted these officers, but what they want is good, consistent sourcing. Well, that's not what we were arguing about, is it? Because I do agree that sourcing can always be better. I think they've done better. It's not perfect by any stretch of the imagination, but it's still better than it was. All right, because you take a look at the new Ultras, which <laughs> was universally praised when that did come out. So funny that now all of a sudden we say it's not even sourcing because, you know, whatever. Uh, and then the specialized gotchas, which reduced the dilution, was also praised. But now that's not sourcing either. I mean, we kind of need to, to pick a story and stick with it. All right. I feel like there's a ton of hypocrisy on the stage today. All right. Just an absolute ton. Um, that said, I mean, could, brackets. Can, I think we can much agree that, you know, sourcing is not up to the standard bed I be. agree. I agree with you there. Sourcing is not perfect. One, two, three, four, five, six, seven, eight. Eight brackets in the cross-server solo leaderboards this month times eight means and that I per server just... per server was um, 86,000 shards. 86,000 in auctions. 
All right, maybe that's a bunch. Maybe it's not. What? I don't know. Someone's saying I sound sad. No, I'm not. I'm not sad. No. What? Do I sound sad? Nathan says what Bubba is saying is that we can't appreciate auctions until sourcing gets fixed first. Well, that's a personal decision. All right, <laughs> that's a personal decision. Me personally, I'm going to be. I'm. I am going to appreciate any opportunity I have at additional shards of an officer that I find value in, whether it is uh, through an auction or whether it's through milestone or whether it's through tickets or whether it's through packs, which is why I continue to buy the Picard Jayla pack. I find value there. I spend money on it. If I find value in an auction, I'll participate. If I find value in an SMS, I'll participate and not if any of those are not true. All right, is what it is. That said, the number of shards this month, as it pertains to your event store, Bubba Joe, which is kind of where this whole thing started, Sounds like you guys are going to poop all over this too. That's fine. The number of shards this month were paid out at a at a record-setting level. And part of that, which I do understand their value placed on this, but I do disagree with how they they chose to execute this bubba because I feel like players are already you know, they've got expectations when it comes to loot. You know what I'm saying? They've got expectations when it comes to loot. They've got expectations on what can be paid out. They've got expectations uh, or, or standards, so to speak, already knowing and already unhappy that, um, that resources and materials are lighter during an event store month. But then this month you take event store loot, which we're going to give you the final counts here in just a second. You take the final event store loot and you drop that a little bit further, Bubba Joe, Maybe because, mathematically speaking, you've given out all these extra shards and mathematically because you had a free-to-play uh, meta this month for Tendi where tons of players are going to unlock that officer, even more than what was originally probably projected. I mean, I'm just curious. How many people did anybody in this chat not get Tendi this month? Just out of curiosity, all right? Anybody not get her? Because I know that's going to be a lot easier than, than to say who did. Bubba Joe, are you familiar, <laughs> yeah. are you familiar with anybody who didn't? Uh, I had one person in my line say that they're going to be two pieces short, and I asked them if they missed anything and said, go buy a skin. Like, whichever of those skins or whatever pack you can do that's a minimal investment on your part. Like, you can't... <laughs> if you look at Epic Officer Shards the way that they are typically sold, and I don't agree with this, okay, but the way they are typically sold in the store is at about 25 to 30 a clip. Okay. If you can spend $20 and get 120 Epic shards, except for free to play, which don't spend at all. I'm not saying go spend. You have to, you have to go spend. I'm saying if you have are a low spend player and you have an opportunity to spend $20 to get 120 Epic shards, do it. Like that is, it is a ridiculous number of of shards to get in a free-to-play path or a very very low spend path and if, if it's the disco skin you're buying and you're free to play or low spend it's very likely you haven't acquired a lot of those officers so every pull is more shards so good investments oh I mean, yeah that's true i mean generally scopely values uh an epic unlock at 400 it's usually four packs for an unlock yeah, for uh, the record, I had no problems with the auctions this month. I thought there it was combined with the meta and the setup. I, I thought it was very, very well done. 
I see. And two... uh, we've always been asking for older officers, so I didn't have a problem with that. I mean, I, I'm, um, I'm with you, Cargan. I mean, I, one, I think I think the my picture would is not be maxed. different. My Picard's not if, max, so I mean, I'm I'm good with it. But you know, whatever. I think the picture would be quite different if the uh, mission event did not give extra points. But I'm also not against Bubba in his plan for better officer sourcing. My only thought to that is, it lowers the demand for the auctions that they're trying to build for. So, like, if Picard was sourced better, then when they did do an auction and they're like, this is it guys, we're going to pull in some, you know, our revenue, you know, as they pull back stuff from, you know, then it's going to be less if there's, a, if no one's pushing on it. So that's probably their thought process there. Sorry, I'm, I'm answering people in the chat who are attacking me. So I'd rather do it in the chat than on the show. Um, DJ. What? I mean, I, I, I seriously, I came into this show, I, I, honest to God, I came into the show feeling the most positive that I've felt in weeks, and, and you guys just want to shit on everything. I mean, I'm literally done with it. I, I could end the show right now and be fine. All right? I'm, I'm done no, being, I'm done being negged out trash. by people. I'm yeah. literally done with it. You like the content? Cool. Participate. You don't like the content? Cool. Don't. I, I'm done caring about it. All right? I mean, and then, and then people are going to come at me with, with, yeah, record numbers of shards for record low number of players. No, you're mathematically wrong. Okay? There were twice as many leaderboard spots. You had two servers, so really, you're assuming a 50-50 spread, then the same number of players got it. They just got paid double. All right? That is true. Tell, tell me where that math is, is, is wrong to you. Oh, no. DJ, DJ, you, for, you forget. Humans are idiots. Yeah. yeah. Humans are being very much idiots today. I'm sorry if you feel offended by that. I, I'm, I'm, I'm really so, over it. No, I'm not sorry. I don't care. Well, <laughs> I, I'm with you, Ripper, because this is this. You guys are are pissing me off. Frankly, so let's talk. Let's talk about event store loot, DJ. That's where you wanted this to go, and we spent way too. <clears> much well, time I don't even know if I want to, Bubba Joe, because you know what? The loot is down. All right, the loot is down. So we're going to spend the next hour bitching about that too. Sorry. All right. Now, I agree the loot is down. I understand why they did it. I don't necessarily agree with the mentality on it, which is where I was leading. They were, the loot is down this month. Their, uh, I don't want to say their, their reason for it was because they focused so heavily on officer shards, but they did. All right. Uh, How and, much and is it down? It's, uh, it's down. All right. So let's go back to January and we'll give you the numbers from January 1st. In January, uh, complete free to play, including top twenty-five ALBs and one take. Now you know there was one factor, Bubba Joe, in January which didn't happen this month. You would you could argue that the 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 glitch this month happened with Tendi, but if you remember in January, nine days of ticketed events, Bubba Joe, but yep. one hundred and thirty tickets were given. Do you remember because they Correct. did they did that gift chest? Um, and, and this was not even the timer thing. This was the extra gift chest because things didn't roll out right. You guys recall? Correct. So, yep. so we did, <laughs> probably in irresponsibly, but we did factor in 130 tickets given, even though only 90 were promised. Okay. Because true free to play through, you could call it compensation, which is, I guess what it was, Bubba, four extra tickets were given that month. All right, through various chests. So uh, that was probably 
slightly artificially high. The ticketed events during January paid 6000 <clears throat> All right, so with four extra ticketed events, you actually had 24000 extra loot uh, that maybe wasn't intended. But nonetheless, it's what came. So in January, the total free-to-play loot uh, totaled 441500 all right, 441500 is what came in, in January, completely free to play. This month, completely free to play, completely free to play, uh, ended up at 315250 so it was down 125000 Okay. All right. um, which is, that's disappointing. All right, I don't, I don't like it. Total free to pay, uh, free, to, uh, free to play, which, by the way, includes one ticketed event per day. Includes yep. all SMSs and uh, does include a top 25 finish in an ALB, which only happened three times. All right. Uh, those ALBs, top 25 finish, only accounted for 11,000 of that. So uh, you end I'm up guessing, with, with 315,000. Yeah, go ahead. I'm guessing it also includes the AMS uh, for Worms, which paid very well, and mm-hmm. that uh, uh, S, uh, SMS. It includes Correct. all milestones. Yeah, if it was a milestone yep. event, it's it's counted because milestone events don't rely on anybody but yourself. Okay. Correct. And I and I agree that that's the correct thing to do. Um, but we're talking about uh, what what was the three hundred and fifteen thousand loot was the number? Yeah, three fifteen two fifty. So um, twenty four thousand of that. So what eight uh, percent came from those two events, right? The AMS and the SMS for the doomsday armadas Mm -hmm. and i don't think i understand your logic and i understand the math i don't think those were gimmies for everyone um i think you had to be in a fairly populous alliance to do that and i think you had to be in a fairly populous alliance with enough level of players that could do the rares um so i I think that i i i'm gonna throw out one more assumption that i have made in the past and i'm still gonna i'm gonna i'm gonna stick with after I okay. remind you guys, we're assuming a top 25 in the Alliance leaderboard, okay? Yep. That involves activity, all right? Yep. No, I'm not, going to, I'm not going to apologize to the player that comes and says that his Alliance is in 87th rank in power and he didn't get the AMS, all right? If you're 25 no, I, ranked in an ALB, then you probably have at least a moderate level of activity. Further, we've always said, you know, we're using cow metrics here. Okay, we're using Cal metrics, which assumes what forty or fifty thousand. Sorry, forty or fifty players, forty mm-hmm. or fifty players. So that's that's the that's the metric. That's the assumption. All right. If you're right. not in an alliance that can either, you know, complete the event with forty or fifty players or less, if you're super active, Bubba Joe, you got fourteen. You know, so yeah, I would imagine an AMS is probably going to be a little bit tougher for you. On the other hand, on the other hand, a player or an alliance like Bubba Joe's. Um, is comprised of players who maybe perform at the upper level of performance in this game, which means, Bubba, you would have absolutely made that up with uh, solo leaderboards or alliance leaderboards. Answer this, Bubba. Did you finish with more than 315,000 loot? Yes. Okay. So, Actually, out out of interest, is anyone listening actually, you know, at the low end of loot? You know, like, 320,315. Well, I'm going to say probably not. I'm going to say probably not. I would assume Um, most people got uh, 
quite a bit more. Yeah. Uh, as a matter of fact, I'm gonna I'm gonna share with you my number. I also kept track of exactly what I bought. All right, because I I did spend some. As a matter of fact, um, I purchased the ninety nine dollar battle pack, which came with twenty five thousand loot. I also bought um one loot pack. Yeah, one loot pack. Bubba, that had what one hundred and twenty in it. Correct. And then I bought my lockbox, which had 60 in it. So I have 205,000 loot that I paid for. But right now, I'm sitting at 706,400. Now, I played in some leaderboards, all right? As a matter of fact, I got, nah, let's see, 7,000 loot. You got a bunch of loot from a mining leaderboard. I did not get a bunch um the mining leaderboard that just ended 25th play uh, sorry 30th place in the alliance uh as far as the alliance leaderboard 30th place got 6000 we got 7000 so an extra 1000 there from what was considered free to play um no doomsday fissures uh solo leaderboard i actually captured 9600 there I was actually um, referring to the uh ice the the iso mining one where you actually somehow anomalous. got top 3 or whatever uh, I was in, yeah, top, uh, fourth, fourth place. Anomalous materials, I got 7,700 there. So it wasn't, it wasn't a, a you know, an earth-shattering number. But, right. you know, you look at that and you add them up, like Disco versus Disco PvP. I placed in that right. leaderboard. That one went down to tw- uh, 40th place. I got uh, 6,000 loot there, which I think was top 10. Um, so- Mistress of the Winter. Now, that one I got the same as free-to-play. Uh, that was 3,600 in 30th place. I only got 3,600. Uh, my big shot in the arm came in the away team's assignment solo leaderboard where I did capture 14,000 loot in that event. Um, so, and you know, there were a number of solo leaderboards. I also remember talking at the beginning of the month where solo leaderboards, they felt a little bit populous this month, but most of them were 24 hours, which actually I think prompted more people to be able to participate. And Ripper, as you pointed out, how many people have more loot than the minimum, it's actually the majority in the chat because somebody was able to win something from a leaderboard somewhere. You know what I'm saying? Mm -hmm. So, uh, you know, the ticketed events were good this month. Free to uh, to play, 315,250. Paid entry, Bubba Joe, paid entry was with just the $20 battle pass... Uh, yeah, here. Okay, $20, $20 battle pass. Well, let me do this. Paid entry by itself, just the uh, just the extra tickets and just the elite track of the battle pass, not the pack, all right? Just the elite path was 152000 Bubba. So it, it's like this month, if we go back to January, it is actually higher. The paid entry category in January was only 134000 the paid entry this month was 152. So they cut it a little bit on SMSs, but it's stacked a little deeper in the tickets, which makes sense, right, Bubba? Because the tickets paid higher than they've ever paid before. 152,200 in the paid entry. So if you did just the $20 battle pass, it Is that just because of the number of, of them? Like there was... Because what did they give each... Each of them didn't seem like too much. 8,000 or so for 9,100 this month. It was 9,100. 9, 
Well, not only that, so you had you had seven days. Well, and it was ninety one hundred for five days. Two days was six thousand, and then your elite track of the battle pass actually gave you thirty seven thousand two hundred loot, which is also a, a really high number, Bubba Joe. Back in January, the elite track of the battle pass um, contained. Oh nope, that's wrong. It was fifty four thousand in January in the elite track of the battle pass. So, uh, so they actually took a little bit out of the battle pass this month, Bubba Joe, and added it maybe into the ticketed events or anything. You know, and and again, when you look at statistics like this, you're like, okay, well, they took from here, added to here. Was it really a raise, right? Like, for example, if my battle pass only had thirty seven thousand and it had fifty four thousand in January, did my battle pass lose value? You know, you've got to look at at some of the other stuff that came. For example, may probably not. I'll tell you why. It might balance a little bit better, Bubba Joe. We only got thirty seven in this month in this month's elite, but you also got thirty extra event tickets that were not part of any sourcing plan. So if you had used those thirty tickets on an event that paid ninety one hundred, then your elite track of the battle pass actually paid you more than fifty four thousand. Does that make sense, Bubba Joe? Yes. Yes, it does. So, so there there's there was a lot of shuffling of things, but Really, when it comes down to it, it comes down to the total number of loot, and it was down. If you were a $20 Battle Pass player this month, free to play, uh, that's an oxymoron right there. If you were a $20 Battle Pass player through non-leaderboard play, let me put it that way, $20 Battle Pass only through SMSs, um, you know what, I can't, I can't do that math, can I? $20 Battle Pass would not include all tickets. So let me see how much. Okay, $20 battle pass only. The only benefit they would have gotten is the $37,200 from the extra from the loot in the elite track plus the three extra tickets. Let's just assume, Bubba Joe, that that's going to be the 9,100 tickets. Then that means a, 20, a $20 battle pass player would have walked with 380,000 loot. And then, of course, if you did all tickets and the $20 battle pass, you would have finished this month with... Uh, DJ, did you include the uh, loot that is coming tomorrow? Yeah, I had an, I did, and I haven't announced it yet. So that's your, that's your announcement. Yeah. Loot is not done yet, Bubba Joe. Loot is not quite done yet, as tomorrow, Scopely will be sending out a gift chest uh, as a thank you for the ARC, as a reminder to spend your loot... Do keep in mind the event store at the time of taping is only open for uh, five more days. By the time you hear this on podcast, uh, you know, if you, I don't know, I guess it depends on when you're listening. It will be open for five more days. As a matter of fact, I'll tell you, Bubba Joe, there's five days left. So one, two, three, four, five. It closes at noon Eastern on Saturday, the 28th. Noon Eastern, Saturday the 28th is when your event store closes. Please do spend all your loot. We will be helping you with push announcements as we get closer, but there will be a thank you chest coming out tomorrow, Bubba Joe, that contains 18,000 loot. Um, wow. And yes, 18,000 loot as your final anthology gift chest. 18,000 loot will come out as a thank you and a reminder to uh, engage with your event store. Okay? So, so uh, there you go. Can I talk a little bit about uh, loot? Yeah, please. So loot changes from month to month. 
it always has. It's never been the same. Ever, ever, ever has mm-hmm. it been the same. So Correct. from one event store to the next, it's never been exactly the same. Yeah. It always fluctuates from month to month. Sometimes it why. fluctuates up. Sometimes it fluctuates down. Yeah. Yes, Ripper? Oh, I just, I, I, I was just thinking out loud. I'm sorry. Oh, okay. Um, I, if I was wrong, I would like you to step in and say, oh, no, 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 no. From this one to this one, it actually was the same. No. But the point is, is that it's always going to change. Yeah. And all we can say is it was down this month. So use your loot the best that you can. Like outside of my personal opinions of the event store, I don't think there is an argument to be made other than my personal perspective that there is a ton of options for players in the event store. So spend your loot on what you want from the event store. You have lots of options for 99% of the players out there. So so enjoy the fact that you got this loot. It's a little low. That feedback is feedback. I'm sure DJ has already delivered that it looked low and it Mm -hmm. ends up being low. And let Scopely make a change for the better. And they're offering a gift chest, which has never happened before. So I, I don't think anybody should be overly upset at the event store loot other than it's a little lower than we've had in previous months, but that just means that hopefully there can be an adjustment in the future. We can offer the feedback. We can say that it, we feel it should be a little bit more. Scopely can take that, and either Billy gets a hold of it and says those greedy players and takes some more away, or <laughs> the Arc Runner gets a hold of it and goes, you know what? I think the players are right. I want them to be able to do X, Y, and Z, and I want to make sure they can get the loot to do that. So up down left right i mean the loot is going to be what it is just make the best you spend of the loot that you can you know may, maybe maybe i need to to um, to I, really I'm... self-examine bubba joe because now everybody's like yeah yeah you know what not a big deal everything's good everything's pie in the sky <laughs> maybe and, and, you maybe know, you guys are just so truly pissed about the officer thing that, that that and maybe i'm just really impartial maybe i'm out of touch on that point go ahead ripper I'm 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 just <laughs> thinking a bit, and I do wonder, and I do not have the time to do it at this time. Uh, I wonder what the uh, ratio is of, if you know, sourced event store loot versus items that are not loot compared to well, previous, so yeah, previous months. Yes, and and I guarantee what we're gonna find. I actually kept track of some of that Ripper. I kept track of some of that. Um, maybe because Bubba... I think that that does play quite a big part. <sighs> Thank in, you, Rip. What they do. Thank you, Rip. Bubba Joe, get a pen and paper. I'm going to start reading you some stuff. All right. Yeah. Work. Yep. Yep. Because this because this thing is awful. This was part of the the, <laughs> the point that I was trying to make in the first segment. Maybe maybe I just can't communicate it. All right. But Ripper's exactly right. Loot was down a little bit, but let's talk about what you got. All right. We're going to start. Um. And by the way, I have generically equated all this to epic shards, okay? Uh, For example, there was uh, a gift chest given on day one of the arc. It had uh, 800 ultras in it. That I'm just going to consider to be six epics, okay? So when I do these epic count outs, Bubba Joe, that's that's how I'm going to do it. So write down six, uh, two, and two rare, then do two epic, then do one epic, one rare, four more epic, three more epic, ten rare. So far, this is all free to play. I'm not doing any leaderboards, guys. Then um, two rare, ten epic, twenty rare, 
That was the first TNG SMS. Two epic, three more epic, four epic, three more epic, three rare. Still going. Six epic, three epic, one epic, four epic, two epic, and God knows how many epics came out of the salvage. Can't even quantify that. All right. And I think we're Let's done Let's use there. 15. 15 epics out of the salvage. I would call that a very conservative number. But anyway, there you go, Bubba. What do you got? All right. So 8, 9, 13, 16, 26, 35... 44. Oh, crap. Uh, 59, 60. Hang on. I forgot. 69 epic. Hang on. And I forgot. I did not write down how many epic came in the disco SMS. What was the the top? What was in that solo milestone? 20? 16? 20? Anybody remember? How many Giorgio shards did you get in the solo milestone? Let's call let's call it let's call it ten. All right, I don't know what it was, Bubba, but let's call it ten. It probably okay. wasn't, but we'll go with ten. All right, and so then seventy nine, and then TOS crew SMS. What well, what was that? Ten also. That one's still in the event guide or in the event chart. So let me look at that one real quick. Uh, officer recruit SMS was four seven ten. So yeah, let's assume that Disco was ten also. So there's ten. So what is that? Eighty nine. Yep. Eighty nine that spanned. Picard, TOS Kirk, Riker, Mariner, Tendi, and I didn't even count the meta. This was just uh, the Tendi was in the ticketed events. Tendi, Picard, oh, that's it. So how many? 89 epic shards that spanned six yep. officers. Yep. 89 epics that spanned six officers. And then you also had some non-officer related things. You did. In there that you did. There was Syndicate XP, but I'm not going to count all that because, you know, a lot no, of that no, stuff No, I just meant, you know, as a to- I know that you are not counting this, but f- for me in my head, it was like, you know, how much non-event salute was, was given out compared to other items sure. versus previous months, right? That And, and, and I know this is so so the loot is the most is the thing that is from a perceived you know how people perceive things is always weird i don't disagree with that which we come back to the point you know people are idiots (laughs) so (laughs) they remember wrong and you know negative impressions outweigh positive impressions that's just how things go yeah and I agree with Shiny. Loot is visible. It's quantifiable. And and why we're going to look at comparing apples to apples. But there are differences, you know. And, and in fairness, you know, I did say this, and I agreed with Bubba earlier in the month. You know, there's already a little bit of pain involved with event stores where you're losing some resources and materials, right? But then when you lose the loot 
and the resources and materials, even if you're being compensated in other areas. It's the nickel and dime concept, Bubba Joe, that some players will lose track of. Like, uh, what was it with the Dabo tokens month? Everybody was super pleased with the Dabo tokens, but there was a handful of people that said, I didn't get nearly enough resources and materials this month. I didn't get nearly enough stuff because they were looking at all of their Dabo tables at the end of the month and only looking at what the Dabos paid. Instead of looking at the Dabos plus all the other traditional events uh, with resources and materials and, and, you know, rewards and this and that. Because Dabos weren't the only source of loot that month or the only source of rewards. So when you look at something quantifiable at the end of the month, it's always going to look less than what you actually got. Folks, you did not go 20 days and not receive a single reward credited to your account. That's not how it works. You know what I'm saying? So, well, go ahead. So, so. But, you know, and, and I agree with you, okay? I'm not, I'm not going to completely disagree with you here. What I'm going to say, though, is that players typically, and please, if you disagree with this, correct me in the chat, typically view their advancement by actual advancement, not things being added to their inventory. So if you had 100 Picard shards this month and you got 40 Picard shards, you still didn't unlock Picard. Yeah, you made some advancement, you got some shards, but it doesn't feel like you did anything because you still don't have the officer that you can use. Um, so I think there's definitely a perception of that, right? If, you know, 89 officer shards, that's great. Uh, epic officer shards, that's fantastic, right? I hadn't had done the math. I think I appreciate you for keeping track of this. Um, but it's, you know, it's 10, it's three, it's four. Yeah. And if you were, if you were still 50 away from an unlock, mm-hmm. you're still 35 away from yeah and i get that point i think that's a very fair emotional response but mathematically mathematically it's different and 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 it's no different than the ultras you know you guys you do ultras i mean poor beck how long has she been chasing her last moreau shard you guys who watch her channel that poor girl's been dude she hasn't pulled bubba joe a single moreau shard in like three weeks like well, the, would the you game just is call keep- and tell them to turn that on for her. <laughs> the game is keeping her from it. One Moreau shard is all she's needed for three weeks, and and the poor girl can't get it. So I understand that as an emotional response, but mathematically, Correct. you know, you got the ultras. Everything is piecemeal. Now you've got the disco skin, which Bubba convinced me to buy today. Um, you know, because I I was looking today. By the way, just as a reminder, in case anybody. Uh, before I get, you know, lambasted for trying to sell something, but you've got less than 24 hours in the store, okay? If there was anything that you were going to do, even if you wanted it, you might not need it for Tendi, all right? But if you wanted anything, Bubba, I came to you today and I said, you know, I'm still on the fence about these two packs. And you said, listen, I think if I were you, I'd pass on Fisha, I'd buy Disco. You asked me, for example, what is the tier of your Lorca? You, You said... That is the determining factor, right? Yep. You said, what's the tier of your Lorca? I said he's tier three. He's still, what, I, like a 215 shards away from tier four. You said, yep. get it. Okay? You said, get it. Yeah. So I probably will. Plus, I also told you guys, if it's only $20, I'd probably do it. Scopely put it out for $20. So I'm going to, I'm gonna, you know, probably do what I said I was going to do. But uh, nonetheless... If you were interested in either of those two things, really cool. <laughs> if you were interested in either of those two things, then uh, then they are less than twenty four hours left in the store. That being said, as we wrap up this segment, because we got to take a break, uh, loot 
again down just a little bit, but as Ripper intelligently points out, uh, and and Bubba acknowledges, there were other areas that were new that were newly presented this month that we're not used to during an event store month, Bubba I mean, Joe. DJ, and it was, hold on. It was, it, I, I, it was I, just, I just posted the question of <clears throat> what the ratio comparison was. I didn't say that it wasn't necessarily any different this month or, you know, more leaning towards well, non- Well, as far, non- as, as, far as other stuff, I mean, nobody could know, all right? And I do feel like, you know, Bubba, I feel like there's X amount of syndicate XP that's coming every single month, right? So I'm not going to, yep. uh, you know, that stuff that's kind of baseline – I'm not really looking at it. What we started tracking event store loot with was the actual event store loot. And then, you know, uh, in January, what did we start counting in January? In January, we did kind of start counting shards because if you remember, that's when they started throwing officer shards in the ticketed events was in January. Mm -hmm. Uh, And then in February and March, we had Dabo's. And we were looking at that, but then we were looking at all these ROM shards everywhere. This month, we had tendies, so we were counting trophies. I mean, eventually, I am going to get to a point where I just need stfc.space to just quantify. Spit me out a report. <laughs> yes, it's coming. We eventually. just need a day on report generated out. Uh, because- I have so much stuff to do, DJ. It is, <clears throat> oh, I'm teasing, It buddy. is insane. I know, and I, I'm teasing anyway. But, I mean, that's the thing. In order, um, Bubba, for us to quantifiably value a month. I'll be honest with you. Scopely loves stfc.space so much. They use it every single day. They tell us how much they use it. Right, Ripper? No lies. They tell you every time that, you know, they look at this. Or, or we're talking about an event, Bubba Joe, and they'll send us a link from stfc.space. And like, <laughs> I mean, that happens. Right, Rip? They use it. That does happen, yes. If I had to, to they really... pay him one mining resource so <laughs> if, he doesn't have to mine. If I had to guess, Ripper, I would imagine that a whole month payout report is probably the one area of SDFC.space they'd probably not want to see. <laughs> oh yeah, I don't care. <laughs> they probably don't want to see that one because Bubba, yeah, we would care. we would start quantifying things differently. We would be holding them to a different standard, right? I mean, you know, you know. It's, Comparisons get difficult, you know, because of, of, of value. Value you you would set mm-hmm. for a certain thing is different than what they said. Yeah, and and it's just you know I'm also saying this because of how you present feedback to Scopely back. You know, if you could just come, yeah, this month was shit because you know, um, not enough loot. It's not very productive. Well, and it's not it's not able to dissect where the problem came. You know, not enough loot. Okay, why wasn't there enough loot? Was it because of the number of events, Bubba Joe? Let's finish wrapping up this arc on the other side of the break because despite the loot, maybe the fact that you add in the officer shards, Bubba, maybe the fact that you add in several events that didn't pay loot at all, you look at and wonder, was this event calendar as busy as other months? That's going to be the next thing we check as we wrap up Anthology. My name is Ultimate DJs. This is Talking Trek Live, Star Trek Fleet Command's official podcast. We return in a second as we wrap up uh, Anthology here in Star Trek Fleet Command's official podcast. Hang on. This portion of the show brought to you by PvPTarget.com. PvPTarget.com is a site with a whole host of tools for the players, not only at veteran status in this game, but also for brand new players, giving you insights into PvP banding, crews, and ROE used by many servers. PvPTarget.com can help you get your feet under you with respects to all things player versus player. Visit PvPTarget.com today. That's PvPTarget.com. More from Talking Trek coming up right after this break. Hang on. 
This program is made possible in part by a grant from Slop Tarts, the toaster pastries with the runny fruit filling that gets all over everything. Then and now. Political debates. Then, well, the Democrats want to increase government spending, which would be a mistake given the size of our debt. But the Republicans need to understand it could cost us even more money down the road if we don't spend now. I suppose we shall agree to disagree. Political debates now. You freaking commies are destroying the country. You're a white supremacist monster. Screw you and your stupid socialist friends. Keep sucking up the Vladimir Putin, you treasonous crook. Amber and Johnny were sweethearts, but they got divorced two years ago. Amber fought all the time with Johnny till she flipped out and pooped on his clothes. Oh, he was her man, alright. But Amber left cause he was drinking too long. Just to show you what can happen, a friend came running to Amber. She said, you're married to a mess of a guy. I saw your man passed out in his Jaguar. He was drunken, he was high. Oh, she sued him for big money. But now the court case is taking too long. Let me tell the story. Amber called up a lawyer and claimed Johnny trashed her place. But then she saw Johnny had recordings where she had, she had hid his face. Oh, this case is a mess, honey. It needs to end because it's taking too long. podcast and uh here today bubba joe we're kind of preliminarily wrapping up the arc taking a look at final loot the calendars and preparing for final grades uh we do have uh some teaching that i wanted to get into today hopefully we've got a little bit of time as a matter of fact um we are going to end up probably bubba joe recycling some content here i i when we started to take on the twitch platform we knew that you know we were going to get on there we were going to goof off we're going to have some fun but what we did on the last Twitch, and what we've done on almost every single one of them, is is we've uncovered something. You know, like it might be <laughs> it might be three hours of ridiculousness and like thirty minutes of of real substance. But uh, if you guys haven't checked out our latest Twitch video on um, myth busting, Officer Mythbusters, Bubba Joe, that was a good one. 
we did a lot of stuff uh, in there regarding some specific officer testing. And uh, we're probably going to teach on a little bit of that today and uh, maybe even turn it into a YouTube video because that's like there was some good information in there. Right. Where'd you go? Bubba's muted. There he is. Sorry, I, I'm, I'm having lunch. I, oh, I, yeah? When we, I, I hold off my eating until you're on a break, and I was really getting hungry. <laughs> it's it's like 2.30 in the afternoon. You just now having lunch, and it's late, isn't it? Yes. Kind of late. Because you, you started when I would normally be eating lunch. Oh, I thought, that's oh, right. I get away like for that's right. the first break. <laughs> no, it's like right at 12.30. Okay, yes, there there is that. <laughs> <laughs> um, it's okay. But no, there is some good stuff. If you guys want to check out that that video, uh, it was actually uh, some fun stuff there. Uh, right before the break, Bubba, we were talking about the hey, event hang on, calendar. hang on. Yeah. You've mm. you've completely undersold that video. It was a good video. I'm not underselling no, it. No, 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 no. All right, no. Who no, no, listened no. to the video? Who in the <laughs> chat right now listened to watch the video live? All right. Uh... It's got to be someone. Captain Oblivious. There was very good lessons there's very good science in that video there is <laughs> who wants to watch that video to watch dj freak the heck out over a s insect by the way okay first of all <laughs> first of all i listen let me tell you okay you are making fun of me but i told you that i thought it was a cockroach and then you it was guys, his war cry. And then you guys said else. no. That was his battle war cry. It, <laughs> thank you, Karkin. I appreciate you defending my honor. Uh, by I the way, later on, I told you guys afterwards I was going to go hunting. Okay? I wanted to find Bubba Joe the thing that originally scared me. Okay? This is not the same one, but I'm putting it in the graphics room right now. That is a cockroach. Okay? That is a cockroach, and that is is what was terrorizing me during that Twitch stream. Tell me I'm wrong, okay? Is that not a cockroach? I put it in the graphics room. That's a cockroach. Yes? Listen, if, if somebody says no, that's fine, but I'm telling you, that's a roach, and that wasn't even the big one. The one that I saw, Bubba Joe... It doesn't I'm, look squished enough. It was two inches long. <laughs> I'm not kidding you. It was two inches long. Oh, I think Steven Zarens is about to show you what a bug is. The hair on my neck is standing up just thinking about it. Oh, yes, that Grungandola, that's what happened. Bubba Joe, look at that. That's what happened. Grungandola's picture right there. It was crawling up the wall. Then it flew onto me. Okay? It flew onto my face. And I freaked the F out. Okay? <laughs> okay, so I'm Ooh. not teasing your re I'm not teasing you. Um, there you go. There's there's a bug for you. Um, in the graphics room from Steven Zaren. Um, <laughs> I I'm not teasing your reaction. If if a if a bug flew at me, I would probably react exactly the same way. But your reaction live that was happening. We didn't know what had happened. Like, did somebody like you know had you been kidnapped? Like you know we thought we thought you know because there's a little bit of delay. Like, was there a bug? hat you were trying to change hats in the no it was it was it was awesome it was great <laughs> entertainment and i'm sorry if you feel like i'm picking you and you i, I, did. I it freaked was out entertainment i freaked out so bad all right that i literally knocked myself off the air okay <laughs> i i hit the computer i i somehow unplugged something or kicked something loose i lost electricity okay 
I it was a severe overreaction, but I mean, Bubba Joe, there was a flipping cockroach on my face. Okay, it was on my face. I do not cope well with roaches on my face. All right, and it was. I don't cope well with a lot of things on my face. It was so, a panic. I mean, it was a panic moment. Okay. Um, however, that is, and I didn't, I didn't cut it to go at your face. It had to be a tactical assault, right? Karkin, he knew, he knew the biggest threat in the room was sitting right there, staring right at him. Okay. Like that. (laughs) And since then, Bubba, I've killed three more. I, I, I have a cockroach problem in my garage. Okay, I don't know if it, if it's dog food. I don't know if it's cat food. I don't know if there's a dead bird somewhere. I don't know what it is. All right, but I've I've apparently I've killed three of them in the studio, and now I'm gonna have to completely burn this place down. All right, I'm gonna have to set off bombs. I'm gonna have to do something. I'm gonna have to do something. All right, no, Maztec, that wasn't. So there's a clip floating around that has part of it, but there was a second piece. All right, there's a second piece of that. Uh, cause I found a second bug where you guys told me it wasn't a cockroach and maybe the one that I killed the second time, Bubba was not a cockroach, but it was still a large beetle looking like thing. I'm, I'm pretty sure that was a cicada might've been, but either, ooh, just large and leggy and mm, no, ooh, anyway. Uh, so there, that's why people are, are loving the Twitch. It's not for what we taught you. It's for the th- six minutes or so that I screamed like a child. <laughs> what you taught was very good. We busted a lot of myths. We confirmed we some others. There was a lot of very good information. You should go watch it. But War cry. If that only moderately <laughs> interests you, absolutely can go listen to DJ's War Cry. Oblivious I am. I am. We're, we are teaching. We're, we're just doing more visual stuff. You know, basically what I used to do on YouTube Live. Except it's a little bit, a little bit more raucous, uh, a little bit more shenanigans, a little less formal. But we are still doing stuff. Like we're still showing stuff off. We tested some officer mechanics. As a matter of fact, did a great one with Honor Guard Wharf. Uh, that was a big one. That was a good one with Honor Guard Wharf. So you guys can go and uh, and check that out. But now the real question is: Is have we confirmed any of these with Ripper to see if that's actually how it's supposed to work? No. No, I haven't. <laughs> uh, <laughs> but but anywho, uh, we'll 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 figure it out. You guys, listen. By the way, like Retro is sending me messages about about roaches. If you want me to read them, be sure to PM them to me because I'm going to miss them in the chat. I'm not going to take time to to go through this right now. But Retro, if you if you have some serious like pest control advice, uh, just shoot it over to me and PM because I I'm seriously. Bubba, this I will not stand for this. Okay, I've killed three roaches out here. I will not stand for this, Bubba Joe. I I saw another one earlier today, but I couldn't get to it, and he disappeared. I have no idea where he went. So he's still alive. All right, and, and let's not pretend. If I've seen three or four, there's probably ten thousand and four hiding in places. <laughs> oh my god, I just gave myself chills again. <laughs> I I can't have this, Bubba Joe. I need a clean working environment. Okay. A clean working environment. This this is not. My nose is starting to run again. All right. The, the only good bug is a dead bug. <laughs> Daggone right. All right. Uh, here we go. Let's take a look. Event calendar. Time to clean the studio. Listen, the studio is not. It's not. I don't. I don't. Well, I was gonna say it's not dirty, but I mean maybe. It's not dirty, dirty. I mean it could go. It could use with like a dusting and a mopping, 
But I mean, it's really not dirty. Like, it's, there's not a bunch of trash or anything laying around. It's just, you know, I mean, I haven't been out here mm. like mopping or anything. It's the garage. Like, who mops their garage? Do you I mop? Know your, people. Do you mop your garage? Okay. I mean, I don't know. Maztec says cockroaches aren't a sign of dirt. Well, I mean, it's not. There's nothing else out here. The only food that I bring out here is whatever I bring here to my desk. And then I take it out afterwards. Like right now, honest to God, sitting here on my desk, I have a bottle of water and I have a bottle of sparkling water. That's it. That's the only food items on my desk right now. So, I mean, and I only brought this so I could hydrate. Have a raid can just to show them that you mean business. Just have it sitting there. I only brought this out so I could hydrate. Because you guys keep reminding me about hydrating. What about food you bring, your kids bring? The kids don't come out here. And there's no, I mean... There's no food here. Even if they did bring out food, I'd take it out. Anyway, whatever. Um, okay, enough about my paranoia with bugs. It, it, it was terrifying, Bubba. It was just terrifying. Uh, event calendar. It was terrifying. You definitely displayed that emotion very well. <laughs> it was so scary. Leave me alone. Anyway. Um, <laughs> You're fucked. <laughs> event guide calendar uh, or event uh, event thingy. What? Oh, my gosh. All right. What do roaches eat? You guys, seriously, like, we're going to go down this road? Okay. Cockroaches are omnivorous scavengers and will consume any organic food source available. Although they prefer sweets, meats, and starches, they're also known to consume hair, books, and decaying decaying matter. Oh, my God. Just saying that, Bubba Joe, makes me want to vomit. Hair and books. Well, luckily, I don't cut my hair out here. Uh, I don't read books. (laughs) Just kidding. There's... I mean, there's probably paper out here. There's probably paper. Really? Just having paper? Like a notebook? Oh, my God, Bubba Joe. If I open my Star Trek Fleet Command notebook and I, and there's like 15 cockroaches that just fly out of it. Ooh. What about your Klingon book? My Klingon book's right here, but there's no cockroaches in it. I actually used okay. it the other night. It's right here. Did you use it to kill one of the bugs? Is that what you mean? No. <laughs> no, funny story. You want to know what I did use to kill one of them? Okay, okay. Well, I used my shoe to kill them. But when one of them landed on my desk, Bubba Joe, I used two blurt cards to, <laughs> to pick it up. I wasn't touching it. I used two blurt cards to pick it up uh, so I could dispose of it properly. And then I burned the blurt cards. And all right. I threw them away. <laughs> They're attracted to fear. Well, they'll be all over me in here. Anyway, um, event calendar, Bubba Joe. Let's wrap this thing up. Uh, yes. All the shards and all the loot couldn't uh, put Humpty Dumpty back together again. But what did happen this month, Bubba Joe, uh, whether players liked it or not, I did see more positive uh, feedback on this than negative, was that we did, in fact, see an extremely busy event guide calendar. Folks, um, our previous record, if I'm going back to January was 92, Bubba Joe. That is the record, even going all the way back to November. um, I don't believe there were more than 92. It was very, very close. I think January had 92. That was... Maybe November had more. You know, we didn't track November at that time, Bubba, because it wasn't an event store month. I know it had a ton. Had an absolute ton. But I seem to remember in January saying that 92 was the most we'd ever had. Is that correct? Sounds correct, I yes. Think that, I think that sounds familiar. In January, we said 92 was the most we've ever had. Anybody want to throw, anyone want to throw a guess this month? 
on the number of events that we had this well, month. Let me let me So use, I have a guess, but right. are you treating scrambled communication, all of those as separate events or one event? Well, I can do either, Bubba Joe, okay. if you would like. Now, if you if you want to be fair about it, in January, I treated um all the tickets, all the metas, um the uh, there was the Bay 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 Tour meta, okay. Uh, there was who's that officer, okay. Uh, we had who's that officer in January, and I treated them all as individual events. So if who's that officer was five cards or six cards, I counted it five or six times. Because what I told you in January, I just if there was an event card for it, I gave it a I gave it a line. I wrote it down. Sure. This month, it was so. There were so many lines to keep up with Bubba Joe because listen, I'll give you a free little uh, a free little hint. Who's that officer? Had eight cards in it. All yes. right, and Cl- the Klingon event had six cards, and Scramble Communications had nine. Right, yep. right there is twenty three events. So Correct. if you look at January having ninety two, including everything broken out then I think it would only be fair to this month's Arc Runner to break it out. But, crazy enough, I did track it as a single event, and I just wrote out from it six cards or I'm eight okay cards apples or to nine apples. cards. My, my point was is that these are, as you pointed out, nine and eight and, and six, right? Yeah. Those, are, those are big chunks of events that didn't yeah. give huge per event, right? You got a thousand, mm. I think, per each of those different milestones. Yeah. But As a matter of fact, I can answer that. Who's that officer gave a total of 8,200 in eight cards. It was a thousand per card with 1,200 in the last one. The Klingon event gave uh, exactly the same way. It was six event cards. It gave 8,000 loot uh, because it gave 3,000 in its last one instead of uh, 1,200. So it was five. It was one, 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 and then three. And then you had Scramble Communications, which was the same way, 1,000 per card with 1,200 on the last one. So it was 9,200 for nine cards. Uh, that said, Bubba Joe, what's your guess? Oh, I, I, I will not be surprised if we get into the three digits this month. Oh, for sure. If you break them all out. Now, if you want to consolidate, if you want to, con, you know, to, to break all those down to a single card, which we did not do in January, this month's Arc Runner still got to 84 still got to 84 cards and then of course if you break those cards out like i have always done that would be 15 23 add 20 add 20 because obviously they do take one line on my spreadsheet so the total cards were 23 you'd only add a 20 because they've already taken one line which would put us at 104 events this month uh if you break them all out individually but you know, if uh, if you try to consolidate, which we've never really done before, Bubba, then it was still right. 84, which is a ridiculous number, just a phenomenal number. I mean, this arc runner spent a great deal of time. And moreover, a lot of these events didn't repeat. Which I think, and and I will, okay, I don't want to get lost in this topic again, but, oh, no. um, <laughs> but, but I think you said early on in the arc, uh, we'd have to go back and listen that you were anticipating this could be a high paying arc. I did because of the number of events. Yeah. Yeah. And so that, did, that wasn't realized. Whatever. Fine. That's fine. Well, I mean, you know, there were, but, there but, were events that didn't pay loot. 
you know. And then there were other events that didn't pay what we felt was enough loot. You know what I'm saying? Like ticketed events were up, and that was fine. All right, but you know, every the standard number of loot per event was six thousand. All right, we had months where seventy two hundred was the standard number of loot. You know what I'm saying? Well, and and even if we had, even if the standard was six thousand, and for every event. Um, and you had 84 events, that would have put us at like 480,000 loot, and we didn't get anywhere close to that. And, yeah. and again, not trying to make a big point, I'm just saying that there were a lot of events that awarded things that were not loot, and um, even the events, like there in previous months, one of the things that, uh, you know, if you go back to Discovery or even in January, like if you were highly motivated and highly engaged in leaderboards and, and your alliance was highly engaged in leaderboards – you could end up with significantly more loot. And the lift here for doing that in this month was also down. So, um, you know, interesting you say right, that. Right, wrong, or indifferent. 14 solo leaderboards in January. 14 solo leaderboards in January. This month, you had. Oh, crap. Just lost count. Let me start again. <laughs> I got to seven, and then I think a hiccup happened, and I forgot. Okay, one, two, three, four, five, six, seven, eight, nine, ten, eleven, twelve. Less leaderboards this month. Uh, and, and you observed, Bubba Joe, there was less loot within the leaderboards. Like, this Correct. entire month was just down. Like, it wasn't down just in the free-to-play path. All right, we did see tickets give a little bit of lift to the paid entry, but that's because the tickets were ninety one hundred. But yep. even the leaderboard loot was actually down, so everything was proportional. But uh, let's talk but, uh, about the positive of having eighty four or one hundred and four, however you want to calculate it, events. What's the positive of having that many events? Well, diversity, engagement, a uh, little bit of choice, you know, potentially somewhere. All of that's true. Engagement is the one I was really kind of getting. You didn't. You, that's a different word that I was going to use, but you know, it gives you options on what you want to do in the in the game that day, and that doesn't even begin to account our new regular events. Like on Wednesdays, you have between one and four new events, depending on the tier of your Cerritos. Those are additional events on top of this. We have our regular events on Mondays and Sundays. Um, so there was definitely a uh, th- there is a lot more choice in this game. My fear is there's we're going to get to a point where you're not going to be able to do everything right. There's just going to be so much to do. But hopefully they can continue to maintain that balance and allow people to engage in what they can engage in. But if we look at things like the scramble communication, none of those milestones were hard. You know, none of those milestones took you know even hours. They were all minutes, right? Fly here, kill a hostile, and you move on, right? So those obviously were much faster, but just the number of events that you could go from event to event to event to engage is good because it drives you into the game to try something new or do something a little differently than you had before. Um, granted, you know, at its very core, all this game is is getting resources and hitting reds, occasionally hitting blues. Um, I mean, that there isn't. It's not like there's 75 different things you can do in this game. But the point is, is that the way that they drive interaction is is to drive you to killing a specific hostile or a specific hostile in a system or go here and do this other thing. And the more events you have, the more diversity you have in the ability to do that. And and it keeps the game a little bit more fresh. 
Um, with your final event count here, and again, uh, for the purposes of this comparison, keeping scrambled comms, the Klingon event, and who's that officer on a single card, uh, 84 total events, of which 12 were solo leaderboards, Bubba Joe, three were alliance leaderboards, um, and all three of those alliance leaderboards, um, well, two of them were 48 hours, one was mining, one was Doomsday Machine, and the fifth one, which you can barely count. Uh, oh, I missed one. I missed one. I missed one. Uh, the third one. The third one was the four-day Icarus Factor that launched on day one. You remember that one? Um, so that one was there. So two of them were forty-eight hours. You had one that was four days, and then you had Mistress of the Winter, which was five days. So four ALBs, twelve SLBs, of which three of those SLBs were cross-server. Out of all those solo leaderboards, um, you had, let's see, the cross servers were all three 48 hours. Away teams was 48 hours. Armada hunt was 48 hours. Uh, I'm counting the Section 31 recruitment, which doesn't even count. That was just basic, you know, turn in officer recruit tokens. Uh, but it counts nonetheless. It's there. It was four days. Um, <clears throat> Anomalous Materials, 48 hours. Uh, the Discovery Auction. As a matter of fact, the only 24-hour solo leaderboards you had was Apex Anarchy. That was the exchange event on day one of this arc. You had a Research Rumble. You had a Swarm Showdown. So that was on days one, two, and three. You had 24-hour leaderboards, Bubba Joe. Then mm -hmm. you had Discovery versus Discovery, which was 24 hours. It ran twice. Doomsday Fissures ran 48 hours, and ran one time. So, And that was it. So 84 events, of which 12 were solo leaderboard and 4 ALB, that also leans a lot more towards a solo milestone model, a lot more than what we got in January, for example. In January, you had 92 total events, but 1, 2, 3, 4, 5, 6, 7, 8, 9, 10, 11, 12, 13, 14, 15, 16 solo leaderboards, 4, 5, 6, 7, 8, 8 alliance leaderboards. So 22 out of 92 were leaderboard fashion in January, and this month you've got 12 out of 84 uh, that were leaderboard format. So I like that too. That pushes more towards a solo milestone, which is going to push towards heavier solo completion. Hunter Killer was a solo milestone this month. So, Loser says uh, the variety of events this month was nice. Karkin, you had commented about that on the last show, that the variety and the entertainment of this arc was profoundly Engagement better. was definitely up. Yeah. yeah, I was absolutely engaged the whole time. Uh, I, I kind of feel like I was, too. Most days. You know, most days. There was probably one or two off days here or there, but uh, for the most part, I was entertained throughout this arc. Uh, and so uh, Gopher even points out that, hey, a lot of the leaderboards were grind rather than spends. You could argue you could argue that there might have been four spenders. You know, you had two materials, one ultra, and then I might even say, Bubba Joe, that the um, the Discovery Recruit, uh, what was that one? The the X, uh, Section 31 Recruitment event was probably spend because it was based on, on recruit tokens for the Discovery and also, I think, gave a bunch of points for buying the Section 31 skin. And then you had Mistress of the Winter, which was Syndicate XP. 
So you could either do that with daily refines, but some people spent multi-phasic credits, right, Bubba Joe? Some people even bought syndicate packs for that. So that was probably a spending one too. But out of those, so out of the 12 leaderboards, you had five that were arguably spend, which is seven of them that were engagement-based, Bubba Joe, which is probably also a higher average than, than normal. So uh, I, liked, uh, I liked some of that stuff. Just, you know, like Harkin says, I was kind of, I was kind of engaged with the events this month. Uh, that said, event store, you know, I put in the event or the, uh, the show notes, Bubba Joe, to talk about event store priorities. The problem is you really can't do that anymore, uh, because it's so unique and experience. It used to just be, you had officers, you know, uh, but now there's oh, just so much in there that, that players need. I, I, it, you really can't offer. I could offer, you know, individual recommendations. Like someone asked me earlier today, would I buy a second Meridian or an Amalgam? Well, that's an easy one. Buy the Meridian. All right, the Amalgam has a free-to-play source in the game. I still think that I kind of come down to what Truck and Chick pointed out. Oh, hi, she's on the stage. I didn't see that. I kind of go back to what Truck and Chick pointed out, like, God, what, three months ago during the Dabo tables is go with what is harder to get. The Amalgam has got a free-to-play path every Saturday. You're getting BPs for that. So, you know, somebody who told me that they were looking to buy a Cerritos with their event store loot, I'm like, why? Every cosmic cleanup. It might not be every Saturday. That's true. Three Saturdays a month. Three Saturdays a month, you're getting Amalgam BPs. So, you know, listen, maybe you want to... Maybe you want to fast-track that a little bit. Like, listen, maybe you're one cosmic cleanup short, Bubba Joe. And this coming weekend where we're going to be out of the arc is the arc that is the cosmic cleanup that you could have had it. That's but we funny. Won't. That's exactly where I am. Then buy eight <laughs> blueprints, man. Oh, I'm not doing that. I'm nice and rounded. I'm going to land at perfectly 100 BPs. I'm not breaking that. <laughs> so, um, you know, um, it's a thing. K21 says, I'd argue get the amalgam so you can start getting rare directives from cosmic cleanup. That is a fair point. You know, you you could look at any loot that you spend on the Amalgam BPs is going to be loot that is indirectly paying you however many weeks of fast-tracking the Amalgam so you can get those rare directives. I don't know how much that's worth, K21. It depends on how far you are away. Eight blueprints of the Amalgam are going to equal maybe 20 or 40 rare directives. Is it enough? I don't know. I I don't know about that. Go ahead, Bubba. So, so DJ, something you brought up uh, after I had logged off of uh, round two uh, of our argument, uh, you were you were making the point and you were having a conversation with a number of people saying that, you know, officer sourcing where it is now compared to where it was even a year ago and certainly even further below, back than that. And we are light years ahead of where we were a year ago, two years ago, mm-hmm. whatever. Right. And that's 100 percent true. And because of that. The event store doesn't have to be about the officers. If we were still in that, if we were a year ago and the <laughs> ultra recruits haven't and the ultras haven't been added and there's uh, the transport patterns are still old and they're not doing the specialized chests. This is your opportunity to get the officers. Now, is Kath going to go directly into the ultra chest? Probably not. Uh, are the lower decks officers or well, actually the lower decks officers have another sourcing path, but you know, so it is, is cork and Kath and Rom, are they going to go into the ultra chest right away? Probably not. It's probably going to take them a little time to get into a chest somewhere where you can pull them regularly. Um, but because officer sourcing was so terrible, everything else felt more attainable than 
everything else in the in the event store felt more attainable than officer shards because it was so terrible so we have come a long way which allows you more options so that when an event store comes up you can go well i really want a tier five cat okay well you can get tier five cat or i really want to upgrade my cerritos or my fecia or whatever then go do that right so it has it gives you more options it's not pigeonhole you into a specific thing because this is your one and only opportunity to get it so so i think that in addition to the variety of things that are in the event store has really played into allowing players the freedom to choose something and not feel like they have to get something or they will never get it i i actually think i really do share your sentiment there i I, there's probably one or two officers that i do want to look at um it's not likely to be the lower decks guys, as you mentioned, because of their chest. Guys, they're the lower decks Cerritos Refinery. That chest is a long-term permanent sourcing that is probably the best of any officer sourcing we've ever had, especially at launch. All right, that Cerritos support refinery, that, that thing you get in you know, 7,000 tokens a week, that is very, very real sourcing, Bubba Joe. And, and you know, I, I'm i not going to circle back around to this, but I'm going to poke fun at you for like three seconds. You just talk about how great officer sourcing is today compared to a year ago, but the first hour of the show was exactly the opposite of that. <laughs> I, wanted to, I wanted to slug you in the throat right there, buddy. Um, but... So- so I did. I was not saying auctions or sourcing. I talked about the chests. I talked about the specialized chests. I talked about the transporter patterns. Availability um, is sourcing. Making something available. All right. It might be in a leaderboard format, or it could be in this chest, like we've got. And and you know they are different. Fundamentally, I agree they're different. All right. And one is probably better than the other. Of course, the Cerritos Refinery is amazing. All right. But sourcing is availability bubba if it's in the ultra chest then at least it's there it's slow right uh an auction is is chunking it a little bit you got a big chunk all right but but sourcing is is making it available doesn't necessarily mean handing it all out on the other hand you've got the cerritos refinery which is doing just that it is handing it out and moreover it's handing it out in decent quantities all right so i would agree with you if i'm looking inside the event store I got to be honest with you. I had teased Trader that I was tinkering with the idea of maxing Badgie. And I was told that that was a very, very bad idea. Because <laughs> <laughs> be, Trader is very smart. <laughs> I mean, I don't know. I, I still kind of like it. Uh, but I'm probably not going to. I'm maybe now possibly revisiting my idea of going in on, on Cath. All right. Um, but I also really, really want independent credits and, and you know what? Truck and chick is going to shake her head at me because I can get like 300 and some a day, but I mean, I need so many tens of thousands. I probably want to fast track that a little bit. You know, I can buy 5,000 here in this store. Maztec says, what about Rom? (sighs) Rom is an epic and I really don't like, I've said it before, Bubba Joe's agreed. Unless you're within like, you know, maybe five or 10 or 15, if you're close, you can cap off. 
but heavily investing event store loot into epics is really not probably the best conversion. You know, they're expensive. It's 6,000 loot. You got to think each right. event this month would have given you one shard. Yeah, that's it. One. So I don't know if I want to, if I want to go down that road. Uh, but you know, each event would pay out three rares with 6,000 loot. So I might be more interested in doing that. Swagger says, what's the conversion of lat to independent credits? It's 50 to one. All right. 50 lat for one independent credit. So, Bubba so Joe, if you need, if you need 20,000 independent credits, that's only a million latinum. Exactly. Which is why I would probably mm. be willing to spend, you know, a hundred and uh, what is it? A hundred thousand loot on 5,000 independent credits that, that mathematically here, let's, let's do this math equation here a little bit. Cause you guys are lost without the math here on this show. <laughs> I, I want to give you what you guys love. We've done too much editorial, Bubba Joe. We got to get back to the nerd stuff. Uh, independent credits. I can't even find them. What folder are they in? It's not resource and material. Oh, special currencies, I bet. Here we go. Special currencies, independent credits. I could buy for 188,000 loot, Bubba Joe. I can buy 5,000 independent credits. That 5,000 independent credits would cost me 250,000 latinum. So one, okay, event so store, one event store loot is worth like 1.3 latinum-ish. So, I mean, at least for this chest. DJ, yeah. How much independent credits do you get from your ultra-independent recruit pack? You're a spender, okay, but just, just quantifying it, how much comes in your pack? You know, uh, I will tell you. I'll look that up. But funny enough, I haven't bought that pack since... It's been over a year. I haven't bought that pack since I maxed out Con. And the only reason I did it then was just because I was just enough away to max Con and I bought that pack and it was done. You know what I'm saying? Yep. But to answer your question, there's 10,200 in my pack, which is a better value. If you look at 188,000 loot uh, costing uh, for 5,000 credits, and $100 only buys 120,000 loot. So arguably buying 5,000 independent credits is worth $150 right. worth of loot. So, or $100 worth of cash would buy me twice as many independent credits and still get me 230,000 lat. So, so, if, but, so, but again, Bubba, I want to be careful with this because too often I feel like we're talking about cash. And I don't always want to talk about cash. All right. I, I don't either. Let, my point is, is if you spend, look at what else, what other ways can you spend to get a resource, right? And that's the only point I wanted to point out is if you are a spender, do that. If you got 180,000 event store loot left and you have nothing else that really is tickling your fancy, sure, go get it a minute credits. It, it's free resources that you are spending on whatever it is that has the most value to you. On the other if hand, if you are a low spend player, yeah. if you are a spend player, make sure you are looking at your other options to acquire that resource and that you're not overspaying on event store loot for that to that end. Well, and and you're right. And look in the chat. Scalyback says, "Wait, you know, why would you spend loot on it at all if you can get, you know, uh 300 a day out of the Borg store?" And you're right, Scaly. All right, you're absolutely right. You, Truck and Chick would be saying the same thing. You know, why get something that you can source daily? 
the thing is, I just need so gosh darn many of them that, that 5,000 would be a nice shot in the arm. But, but, you're right. I mean, really, what that 188,000 loot would be doing, Bubba Joe? Let's take a look. 5,000 loot divided by, what is it, 310 a day? <laughs> it's actually only 16 days progression. Should I spend 188,000 loot to fast track me 16 days? Honestly, now that I do that conversion, the answer is probably no. Right? Yep. I mean, so anyway, so 155,000 so active or inert probes plus what, 63,000 green data. That's where I get 310 independent credits from every single day. And 188,000 loot is probably not worth 16 days. Go ahead, Bubba. Wrap up. But, but, it, but as you said at the beginning, and this is the point I want to come back to and wrap everything up with this, is look at your own intended and planned progression and figure out how you can best utilize the event store loot that you earned this month and figure out how that helps you, right? Mm-hmm. Is it an officer shard to unlock them? Is it and and we've said that the redemption on resources and materials is not good in the event store. Mm-hmm. But if you are a free to play and you need a hundred million steel to get to that next ops level, and you're looking at man, my events, it's going to take me another month to get that much, or something along those lines, then do what is important to your gameplay. All of this loot, don't leave any loot unspent. All of this loot is what you've earned this month to to spend as you see fit. You can take advice from me. You can take advice from DJ. You can take advice from anyone you want. What is going to help you in your progression? And you are the best person to assess what that looks like and then spend your loot accordingly. You know, I'm going gonna, I'm gonna to throw a few items out there that would seem unorthodox. But if we're talking about availability of sourcing, then let's talk about cultivated mycelium. You literally can't get it without paying or unless you spend yourself down to nothing. Right, Bubba Joe? It's impossible to get. Impossible to get without spending cash or spending yourself in jump juice all the way down to under 18,000. You say you can mine and refine it, Devon, but that's only if you've spent yourself down to a dangerously low level. All right. right? Uh, And so you take a look at that particular currency, and yes, I agree, you can mine and refine it, but only if you are dead-ass empty on jump juice. Okay? So that is is, What is is the number? You got some in the event today. Anomalous phenomenon. Well, I understand that. It's a little. It's a little bit. It's a little. I'm not discounting that, all right? Tactical Mosquito says, I live dangerously then. Oh, yeah. People who are mining and refining it, you know, I don't want to necessarily say it's dangerous. Let me rephrase that. You're probably not enjoying the full potential of that ship, you know? Star Ocean says, you get 5,000 a week. (laughs) Star Ocean, I use 5,000 to do my dailies. <laughs> That's probably an exaggeration. Okay, I'm not using 5,000. It's probably not. It, it probably, but a, a couple of thousand at least. Yes, a couple of thousand, maybe not five, okay? But uh, yeah, I I use it a lot, okay? I use it a lot. So... Um, that's that's but the thing. That's, that's if the you're point, surviving right? if, on five or six thousand a week, then you're probably not really using it as much as it could really potentially help you. 
But that is the gameplay for that specific player. They haven't prioritized the disco or they don't need it to get around or they don't mind warp times, whatever it is. So you don't have, I mean, DJ is 100% correct. Almost every person I know that uses their disco regularly gets cultivated mycelium anytime they have an opportunity to do so because we use so much of it. If that's not a part of your gameplay, then don't go spend on something that isn't a part of your gameplay. Oh, of course. Uh, I like this, and this is where I wanted to go with this segment. So thank you, Fairy Tale, uh, for your question. And if you guys have a couple of this or that or, or you know, either or kind of questions, we'd like to break it down for you. Fairy Tale says, you know, I've been really eyeing the Spore Drive components. All right, I'm going to imagine, Fairy Tale, that you're a younger ops level player and, and maybe summoning isn't unlocked or your disco isn't maxed or even the research isn't done, right? So... I got to be honest with you, depending on where you are with your ops, do you mind if I ask, Fairy Tale, what your ops is? Because if you're 30 or higher, then yeah, I'm probably going to recommend Sport Drive components because you now have the potential to summon. Moreover, you've got warp range research. Ops 39 and you haven't done summoning research? Oh, yes. Uh, Bubba, yay or nay? Dump every, yes. Dump everything you've got into spore yes. drive components okay i mean not everything you've got but l let's get let's get it done right let's get that done let's get your warp range research maxed out okay for sure yeah take the spore drive components summoning is a game changer and and more often than that you'll now you know hopefully you have been maybe you thought to invest in the section 31 skin which I guess is probably not going to help with spore drive components, though, is it, Bubba Joe? See, just every time I think about that chest, there's something else that makes me think I don't want it. But nonetheless... So, so hang on. So, so earlier today in the chat, there were a lot of people talking about how much of a value fecia parts were, okay? And they're right. Fecia parts actually have a pretty good price in the event store if you're looking for bang for your buck, okay? But how many fecias do people have? It, it, in the chat, go ahead and start throwing out numbers. I got one. Because I think it's you got one. Yeah. Uh, I have two. Lot. So we got ones. One. One and a half. It looks I have, like. I have only. So I only have the intent to ever build. Iron one. Chef. Iron Chef has the best answer here. What did Iron Chef say? Zero. Six. Oh, six. six. <laughs> He's got six. Listen, I'll be honest with you. This again depends on where you are as far as either a progression or or competition. You know your competitive nature. I mean, why would you have six? It's to win Mining Monday. Okay, uh, there's no other reason for it. Um, because so, but let's talk about something in the event store. If you have a second fecia, the first one obviously you've gotten this for, but if you have a second or third or fourth or fifth or sixth fecia, what is the most important thing to get out of this event? Ah, store? those warp locks. Exactly. The, yeah. They've never been offered previously. They're not in a, even a paid pack. Okay. So absolutely. That's something you have to be thinking about. Are there things in the event store that I can't, as, as you said, as Trump truck and chicken said repeatedly that I can't get anywhere else. Don't just get that because DJ or I or Truck and Tick told you to do that. Do what helps facilitate your own advancement. Think well, about what you want to do coming up. Think about what you're yeah. where you're going to be, and 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 make your purchases based on what's going to help your individual gameplay. And because we have this freedom in the event store, and we're not feeling like we've been trapped into one thing or another, you have an endless number of opportunities to go and pick things that help your specific advancement. And I think that's a, that's a positive change that has been made in the game. Oh, absolutely. Uh, we're talking about, for example, whether or not you value the fecia. Should you buy that warp lock? If you've got multiple fecias, 
again, I mirror what Bubba Joe says. Absolutely, yes. Get the warp locks. Me? Will I buy the warp locks, Bubba Joe? No. No. I won't because I have zero intention on building a second fecha. Or if I do, it will be so far down the road, you know, because I've finished this one or capped this one out or maxed this one out. You see what I'm saying? Like, I will I will continue to work on this one, and then maybe I will go back and, and work on a second one at that point, but it's going to be so long away. You know, for example, someone asked me the other day if I'm still refining DeVore parts. All right. I've got my fecia and I've got my second DeVore up to like tier six or tier seven. All right. Yeah, I'm going to. It's my only DeVore left, Bubba. So when I max it, I'm not likely to scrap it, but I'm going to continue refining the parts because why not? I'm doing it every single day. You can still earn. need to get the lat too. Yeah, get that extra refine. Well, it's not but like build, data. Eh, but building useful. an extra divorce doesn't get you extra lat, and that's kind of my point with the fiches. All right, why have two or four or six unless it's to win Latinum Mining Monday? Because it does not improve the number of Latinum you get. You know, so I mean, having six fiches as compared to one does not impact your daily refine payout. So having six as compared to one is not the merely... payout, but the time spent doing it. Maybe just it's a time issue. Shorten the amount of time you need I mean, to that's get very, that base level of the refine. That's very realistic, Karkin. But I now send my one fecha out uh, with protected cargo crew, and I send my Antares out with an Aerot crew, and I'm done in less than an hour with my milestone as it is. Okay. So it depends and this and so don't take my experience just if your if your game focus is like mine then maybe you you consider that but Bubba's right this this kind of event store has completely taking taken out the ability for players to recommend items for other players Bubba Joe it no mm-hmm. longer applies everything is unique and individual all right uh, and depends on how you want to play the game. If somebody said, should I buy these warp locks? Like Bubba Joe says, he's going to ask the question, do you have more than one fecha? Do you like uh, Latinum Mining? Do you like Mining Monday? Do you like the competitive mining leaderboards? Then if, if those questions to any or some of them are yes, then yeah, get the warp locks. I'm personally going to be getting some DeVore parts to speed up my ac- fecha ac- acquisition. That, that very soon. I think is a very good idea, Karkin. Historically, in the event store, uh, fecha parts, I'm sorry, divorce parts are actually very inexpensive. Let's take a look in this uh, event store, and they are no different. How many divorce parts just from tier 8 to tier 9 is what? Half a million or a quarter million, right? Didn't we do that at one time? 250,000? It's 000? like 200,000, 220 years soon. All right. 220,000. No, you're right. There's one big one that I had purchased that I, I'm at 200,000. So, yeah, about 250,000. I think it's roughly so. 250,000. Okay. Yeah. 250,000 divorce parts is what it takes just to go from eight to nine, which, by the way, from one to eight is also 250,000. Now, Vam says, listen, I've done the math on this, and he's right. He's absolutely right. Karkin, listen to me here. All right. You want to finish out your divorce so that you can scrap it to get a free fecha, right? Yeah, start that path. But, start that. but you would lose access to your best latinum miner, which is still important if you want to maximize your latinum, okay? 
Let me ask you, Karkin. Are you? You said you need two hundred thousand. Are you planning on spending four hundred and forty thousand loot on Devor parts? I actually, I only have. I need a hundred thousand. Uh, you just I said you needed two hundred thousand. I haven't put the components in. I've been saving them because of that last Devor event that threw me. I didn't want to be caught unaware, so I've been actually holding off on doing any of the. So I'm at a hundred thousand divorce parts i need two hundred thousand so i need a hundred thousand okay so uh you need a hundred thousand more parts all right two hundred and twenty thousand loot is what it would cost you but you would also lose your primary latinum miner and that is a big deal to people who are running with the fecia now they're talking about bubba having to rebuild their original lat miner because the fecia doesn't do good on original lat correct Yep. Okay. Correct. So what I may consider, Bubba uh, uh, Karkin, if it's going to cost you 220,000 loot for 100,000 Devor parts, let's take a look at what the Fisha is giving. Okay. The Fisha is offering you half the blueprints. Okay. Half the blueprints for, let's see, 5 12 times 250. 70, I see where you're going with 75,000 loot. It's literally a fourth of the price, Karkin. However, you're, then I would be short on the the investment of hitting the ninth tier, which will increase the number of parts, which will speed up my... No, no, um, no, no, Karkin. You're, you're not going to get rid of the Fisha, or of the, the divorce. Don't get rid of the divorce. Okay? That's that's the point that I'm making. If you take the points, if you take the divorce parts, and you take it up to tier nine just to scrap it, all right, you're going to lose the divorce. All right, how many Fisha blueprints do you have? Do you, do you have any? None. You have zero. So the divorce Fisha uh, item in the event store is going to give you half. I guess the question for you becomes then, again, Bubba Joe, a personal choice, right? The question for you, Bubba Joe, or uh, Karkin, is going to become, do you want to wait another three to four months? All right, do you have a secondary divorce? Like, I do. What, how, what tier is it? It's, I think, tier five. Oh, whoa, whoa, whoa. Whoa, whoa, whoa. Karkin, hold everything. You're tier five. Everybody join me on stfc.space. Okay? You're already tier five, and you're holding 100,000 parts, Karkin. Okay? Let's do some math here, buddy. You're holding 100,000 parts with a tier five divorce. So you need to go from five to eight, Bubba Joe. Do you follow where I'm going? Because you can buy you can buy half of a fecha for seventy five thousand loot, which is way better. Parts conversion, okay? Seventy five thousand loot to get half a fecha. Tier eight, level thirty six. Level thirty six. Tier eight, level thirty six of a divorce will get you the other half. You need to get to tier eight, all right? Tier eight is going to cost you 240,000 divorce parts from tier five to tier eight. Is it a naked tier five? Uh, no. Let me go look and see what I spent in there. How many components? I've just are your done tier the warp. Five? You've done the warp. All right, so you can take... 65,000 of that away. You need 180,000 divorce parts, Karkin. So it's pretty much the same. Huh, mm, no. 
I know. You know why it's not the same? You keep your divorce. All right? You can spend the exact same amount. You're right. Spend the exact same amount, and you will keep your Tier 8 divorce, the one that you've got primary now. If you take the Tier 5, you spend on 180,000 divorce parts, then you scrap that one at Tier 8, then buy 75,000 uh, worth of fecha in the event store, then what do you still have? You still have your Tier 8 divorce. And you can still continue to earn that latinum and continue to earn those parts and have your fecha now, today, for your free-to-play lat. But if I did that, then I'd still be waiting the, the normal time to get it to the tier 9. So during that period of time, I'd be missing the t- extra 250 lat or uh, refined per day. Let me ask you, Karkin, is 250 more or less than 2,000? Well, no, the fecha aside, because all that... You can't in, put in the fecha aside, Karkin. You're telling no, me... in both scenarios, we're getting the fecha. Because if I spent on the divorce parts to get it to tier 8, or my tier 8 to tier 9, no. then fecha's gotten. Because then you're left with a tier 5 divorce yeah, for your, but for my, your normal Yeah, but I have lap. my refine for my daily refine will be the tier 9 refine. You know what? Than waiting Maybe he's not wrong, Bubba Joe. Maybe he's not wrong, really, because a tier 5 divorce because of the research, they ain't mining wildly slow compared to the tier eight. I can still get it to where I need to go to do my mining. Yeah. Then you know what? You need to be buying the difference. Yeah. The increase in the divorce parts. Yep. I'll be getting it back up faster than I would if I waited from the, to do the, I agree with you. If I, I agree with you, but, uh, I, Oh, you know, here, but, but here's the thing guys. He doesn't have a tier nine divorce. And I'm about to. I could do that if I just bought all the stuff right now. Well, then bought he the doesn't then he parts. doesn't need to buy any fecha blueprints. You wouldn't need to buy any fecha blueprints. Just by the way, make sure you tier it up to at least level forty one. Don't leave it 41, at forty. Yeah. yeah. Don't don't scrap it at forty. Don't do scrap it. it at, yeah. Scrap it at forty one. <laughs> but here's what he's saying, Peter. If he needs 100,000 parts to take his Tier 8 to Tier 9, he would be sacrificing the Tier 8, but he still has a Tier 5 down there. Okay? The Tier 5 is not crazy slower. The biggest deal is the warp range. So I might say to you, Karkin, yeah, uh, forget the Fisha blueprints. And then by the time in the next three months, when I would have gotten my 8 to 9 if I'd gone the other path, my 5 will probably be at least be back up to 8 while I'm still doing Tier 9 refines. Uh, no, I don't think it'll go that fast for you, but <laughs> I mean, I'm, I'm, I'm hoping five to pulls. eight is still 240,000 parts. Okay. Uh, and the tier nine refine isn't double, but that said, it will allow you to keep your tier nine refine and get a fecha as of now. And you should, because the fecha, having the fecha now is the bigger priority than I think than anything. You're cutting off your nose to spite your face. If you're trying to wait on a tier nine before getting the fecha, you have an opportunity right now to have both a tier nine and a fecha, and it's going to cost you about, it is going to cost you more in loot, but if that's worth it to you, it's going to cost you about 200,000 in loot to do what you want to do. But you got that for free and you're a a predominantly free to play player. How much is that latinum worth to you forever? You know what I'm That's saying? That's a good investment. So I think it's a good investment. So with, I think, a decent enough it. speed along because I don't know how long it would take to get those, what, next 100,000 divorce parts just naturally, at least another. 
Well, if somebody's got a tier nine Devore uh, refinery, they want to show. We've got the chart. That chart didn't change. Well, I'd still be at eight by then. No, <laughs> no. You're talking about buying the parts to get your your refinery won't change, Karkin. If you take if you buy the parts to get your primary tier eight to tier nine, you keep your nine refinery even after you scrap. So no, I know. But if I had waited, like if I wasn't going to buy any parts and I was still just going to wait. That I'd be using my tier eight refined to get my parts, not a tier nine for your calculation. And why would you want to wait three more months to get your fee? Well, that's why I don't want to. That's, so, <laughs> that's why I think it's a good value okay. for the divorce parts for me. All right. Um, so I want to, I want to, there was a comment seemingly an hour ago. No, um, about five <laughs> minutes ago from, from, uh, lube L E U B. Um, so, uh, that I want to make sure we draw attention to. So, uh, at least for the Fisha and the Cerritos, I don't know if it applies for the Devor or not, but for the Fisha and Cerritos, the event store loot increases by tier. Um, so, the event store loot changes as you tier up the ship. And so, if you're doing this planning of progression and you went to stfc.space and you said, I need this many parts and I want to get to this tier... Make sure you only buy enough to get past that tier to see if that puts you over a threshold mm -hmm. to have the event store update with a better payout. So just make sure you are looking at that or aware of that. We were talking about this before the show. I think this might be the first time something like this has been in the event store, which is awesome. Uh, but this is definitely something to be aware of so you don't end up either buying at a lower rate or you know spend, not having the event store well, loot spend somewhere else. By, but that's, by ship tier, you might be right. Yes. But ship tier. everything that would scale by ops does uh, in Correct. real time. Correct. So, but this is specific to ship tier. Yeah. Yeah. So, so that's, that's uh, yeah, a, do be, a new uh, thing. Yeah. Do be aware of that. Uh, you sure we didn't have that with Vidar? Vidar also scaled by ship tier in the event I store. I couldn't tell you. My Vidar was tier nine and I didn't have it in my event store. <laughs> Nonetheless, uh, Vidar, <laughs> Vidar used to do that too. Although it's been a minute, okay? It's been a minute. So yeah, just do as a helpful hint. If you're going to tier up one of those ships, don't spend 300,000 loot, then tier it up three times. Spend the amount of loot necessary to tier it once and then check to see if your payout increases. Okay? Exactly. That's exactly how you want to do it. So, And that's, I think, positive, right? Because as you tier up ships... Um, you know, the, the, it's not like I needed 20,000 parts for this tier and I need 20,000 parts for the next tier. No, it goes up significantly, you know, from tier to tier to tier. So the fact that the event store is adjusting for that to give you, a, you know, that your, your rough conversion may be rough, maybe not quite, you know, the same, but to say that, you know, to go from one tier to the next might be an equivalent amount of event store loot. Um, you know, if you had to spend 60,000 at this tier and another 60,000 at this tier, but you're getting more parts. Um, I haven't done the exact math on it, but at least it's approaching something like that. Just out of curiosity, uh, real quick, I want to do this very quickly before our last break. If somebody was trying to pitch me on the Fisha parts, what would you say? Bubba Joe, you you obviously believe in it, right? You're you're doing it. Are you not or are mm -hmm. you? Yeah, you're I am. Doing it. So if you were if you were trying to convince me why I should fast track my Fisha, my Fisha is currently tier three. It is tier three. I've done it completely free to play. I've done only the warp drive on tier three. Um, I am seeing in the chat that tier five is where it starts paying out 7,000 Latinum a day. 
And that's the first big jump. Tier 4 is not as big. Tier 5 is a significant add. If you take a look at the chart that was posted in the chat, Tier 4 is paying you 3300 Tier 5 would pay 7000 so Bubba is that a double or is that a single that's for a double that's for a double okay, okay. 3300 on a tier four double and 7000 on a tier five double if you were telling me uh, and if I'm looking at stfc.space right now and let's just assume that somebody's with me and they've got a naked tier three I'm just going to do the math based on a naked tier three to get to a naked tier five it's going to cost 19,511 parts 20 grand, Bubba Joe. Now, if I were going to look into the event store, 20,000 parts. All right, let's look at ship parts. Here we go. Fisha parts. Where are they? Here they are. Fisha parts. I need 20,000. Uh, that's 20 redeems. Uh, that's 150,000 loot. All right, 150,000 loot community to go from a naked three to a naked five and more than double your latinum payout. Now, if you're at a three right now, you're getting 3,300 a day. Let's do the math on that times 30 days. You're already at 100,000 latinum a month, right, Bubba Joe? 100,000 latinum a month on a naked three. If I go to a naked five, I'm at 210,000 a month, so... so 110,000 extra loot every single month in exchange for 150,000 loot. Is that worth it? And I am, I am genuinely asking because I, I, my, me personally, I still don't feel like it is. But is it, Bubba Joe? 110,000 latinum per month from now till forever. That sounds like a substantial increase. For 150,000 loot. I'll be down for that. 1.2 million lat a year, says Oblivious. Ross says, the gift that keeps on giving. Somebody else says, DJ, you love away teams because it's infinite return. Yeah, that's good, good points, Bubba. I just, All good points. I just hate this daggone beetle. <laughs> I just don't like it. All right, real quick. You know, Shiny says... Says it's better than doing that than burning it on independent credits. He's probably right. He's probably right about that. Okay. <laughs> Omicron says, yeah, because you need to do more mining. All right. <laughs> uh. Bizarro says, you know, DJ, I look at it differently. I see the fecha as a way to attack the common G4 problem for the primary free to play. It's, it's a it's very a good, good point, yeah, it's a very good correlation. All that so, extra lack actually, is going to convert to G4 common. Or, yeah, or G4 common ship parts for that point. Yes, you're about to encounter that. So uh, a lot of you guys saying it's going to save time on the mining as well. You guys are always talking about more latinum. And, and I think this comes back uh, and, and reiterates. Um, you know, never mind. Thank you. Maybe maybe I should do it. And and this is is reinforcing a, a an idea that I had about uh, about our audience. You guys are saying that, that that there's that latinum latinum is life. Is anybody in here saying that that more latinum does not help you? All right. Oh D no. DJ no, no. Gers, latinum is life. Latinum is life. DJ Gers says it's nowhere near that cost. 
uh, actually, uh, DJ, due to the tear-up affecting the event store. Oh, of course, right? Does the Fisha parts scale every single tier, or is it only at, like, tier locks, like tier 4 and tier 9 or whatever? I believe that someone said at tier 4 it changes. So at yes. tier 4 it goes to 2250 uh, 2, Huh. Okay, let's do it. So you're saying it's not 150,000 loot. Let's break it out accurately. To go from tier 3 to tier 4 is 8,700 uh, 8, fecia parts. So you basically have to buy the pack nine times. All right, nine times 7,500 is 67,500 loot. Bubba Joe, if you don't care to write that down for me. 67,500. You got to warn me. I don't have pen and paper all the time. 67,500. <laughs> Okay, sixty-seven five, and then from tier four to tier five is is your pizza sauce is ten thousand eight hundred. But you're saying that that chest at tier four then becomes twenty-two fifty. So if you only need ten thousand eight hundred, Bubba Joe, divided by twenty-two fifty, that's only five chests. Five times the seventy-five hundred is another thirty-seven five added to what sixty-seven thousand five hundred. Wow, yep. that saves 45,000 loot. It's only 105,000 loot to get yep. that thing to Tier 5. Is the community saying, spend the 100,000 loot? I think they are. It does look and I, like and they I are. I can't disagree with them. Okay. You know, this, Bubba, like you, I am going to draw something full circle. Like, you are so jaded against the TOS officers, be it for their content or their age or this or that or whatever, you don't like them. And and I fundamentally kind of feel that way about the fecia. It's just something I don't like. But it doesn't necessarily mean that it's bad for me, right? Like broccoli. Everybody loves broccoli, don't they? No. <laughs> but it's still good for you, Bubba. All right. Let's take our final break. Uh, when we come back, we're going to wrap up very, very quickly. Uh, because I still want to give you the cliff notes on Tendi and Rutherford. Why would I want to do that today, Bubba Joe? Well, you know, listen, some people still may be short on points. There are still packs available in the store, not only for Rutherford, but also for the points needed in the Tendi meta, all right? This is your last shot to, de uh, to decide if you want it or not. What do they do, Bubba Joe? If you don't have four and a half hours to watch our Twitch stream, we're going to summarize it for you in 15 minutes. Mathematically, quantitatively, what Tendi is doing. And we're going to reveal that to you coming up right after this break. My name is Ultimate DJs. This is Talking Trek. Star Trek Fleet Command's official podcast. Back in a sec. Hang on. This portion of the show brought to you by the Wounded Warriors Project. From Iraq and Afghanistan, our brave warriors are coming home wounded. Some with wounds you can see and others with wounds you cannot see. Wounded Warrior Project was created to support our men and women coming off the battlefield. Please help carry these warriors the rest of the way home. Get involved and find out what you can do at WoundedWarriorProject.org. That's WoundedWarriorProject.org. More from Talking Trek coming up right after this break. Hang on. This program is made possible in part by a grant from Liquid Plumber, makers of new Liquid Broker. Liquid Broker cleans you out until everything you have goes down the drain. It's time now for Stoned Movie Reviews. Stone Movie Critics for Stone Movie Goers. Welcome to Stone Movie Reviews, where this week's film is Lady and the Tramp. <laughs> 
dude. At first I thought you said Lady and the Trump. No, dude. <laughs> this is the Disney movie with the dog. Ah, uh, man. I, I had a dog when I was in grade school. My parents made me walk him in the rain, man. Dude, you had it. Rough. <laughs> Get it? But I had to do it. I couldn't just roll over and play dead, man. That's another dog joke, dude. <laughs> I love that dog. What movie are we supposed to be reviewing? Oh, man. I'm so baked. I forgot. Oh, yeah, Trump. We're going to do Lady in the Trump. That's right, yeah. dude. When we come back, we're going to have our official review of Lady and the Trump. Right on, dude. efficient way possible, Bubba Joe. All I want to do is have fun with whatever I buy with my event store loot. And as much fun as I am not going to have mining C-Lat, this is one of those things like where people have the arguments, Bubba Joe, money doesn't buy happiness, right? (laughs) And I'm not trying to get into anything philosophical. Money doesn't buy happiness, right? But it buys you things that can make you happy, right? (laughs) It can it can't. That is that is that is the thought. All so right. let me just ask you something, just yeah. real quick here. Do you get enough to double refine all week from mining on Monday? 
No, I'd have to mine a little more. As a matter of fact, yesterday, I had finally worked my way down to a point with regular lat that I could not do anymore, right? I was done with my refines. So you guys know I like to bulk play, all right? Uh, yesterday, I decided to dedicate two ship slots, which are normally my isogen miners. Actually, they're normally just mining slots, Bubba Joe. They're either mining materials, they're mining isogen, whatever. I've got two slots that I pretty much just dedicate to mining. Um, and so I pulled them off materials. I pulled them off isogen because I'm sitting okay there. Yes, yes, yes. Well, I was selfish yesterday. I took the final day of the anomalous material, fascinating mining event, whatever, and I sent those two slots to Sulaban, Bubba Joe. Uh, nobody was there. I was able to fill both of my bugs because uh, I've got I've got a smaller bug like a tier, let's see a tier f three or tier four, uh, and I put Scotty on it and then uh, worked a little bit of other magic. So anyway, I was able to mine yesterday, uh, going back and forth with one or two uh, divorce, and let me just see what I was able to walk home with. I, I didn't do it all day, and you know I did it just when I was kind of trying to pay attention. I ended up mining 7 million latinum yesterday, all right? Which feels like a lot, but in Sulaban, you can mine at like 1.8 million an hour if you're lucky enough to find that node, right? But the nodes only go 200,000 deep, and then so if you do get one at 100, you know, 1.8 million, Bubba, then it's gone in six minutes, and then it might respawn at 1.3 or 1.5 or 1.7 or this or that. So... Anyway, I set a ship up there to do a little bit of mining yesterday. Uh, I finished up with 7.3 million lat, and that will buy me some time. I'll end up having to do the same thing with sea lat. I'm currently sitting at 2.2 million, but I, I did engage during that arc uh, a little bit because, you know, everybody was mining a little bit more during that arc. I have not mined except for on Mondays at this point now, and so I still have 2.2 million. Um, I imagine it'll probably be a little bit longer because I have to mine. Like, what do you have to mine in a Monday? Has anybody quantified it? It's like 260,000 or something like that. And what's a daily refine cost? I don't remember exactly what it is. 3.5 million? See that? No. Oh, wait. Oh, is that what you're sitting on? Is that what you're sitting on? 400,000 every Monday. I might be remembering the numbers wrong. Like I said, I just sent out the Fisha and I send out Aeroc on an Antares. Uh, where did that chart go? Somebody just uh, had it up here a little bit ago. Where did the chart go? I've already lost it. <laughs> I'll look in the graphics. Well, room. I was Somebody just curious because, you, know, you know, for me, what I'd like to see fixed about this, the, the C -Lat and Latinum Monday is the ability to spend more Latinum. But I was curious if where you are at, if you are able to you, if you are able to just spend all your latinum, you know, you what you mine on Monday is good I do for the week, or I do, max do you refines. have to... Okay. I do max refines, but I think I was sitting on a little bit of a bank of that stuff. Uh, I'm okay. only mining it on Monday, and I do not mine for the leaderboard. Okay? I do not mine for the leaderboard. I, I don't even try. I do my milestone, I go home. So, uh, where... Can I see the chart again, or can somebody throw it in the graphics room so I can see it real quick? How much CLAT is required for the Tier 3 refine? Because here's another thing, Bubba. If I'm going to take this thing to Tier 5, that means more CLAT I'm going to have to have every single every single week. Yep. That's not exciting either. Um, although, again, I point out 
Aeroch and Fisha make it very easy. Uh, Aeroch on an Antares and the Fisha with whatever. It does make it pretty easy. <clears throat> so it, it still may be worth looking at there. Um, thank you. Okay, Dark Menace has got the chart. I'm going to... I'm gonna 350,000 Latinum for a double chest. 350,000 for a double chest, meaning over the course of seven days, you're going to need 24 million. No, that's not right. 350,000 for a double chest times seven. 2.4 million. 2.4 million. I did my math right, just minus the decimal. Okay, two, two and a half million. Um, honestly, I don't feel like that would be horribly impossible to do on a Monday. I mean, if you're mining Aeroch, if you're mining with Aeroch and an Antares, that's good for what? Like 130,000 an hour? And then what's a tier five Fisha going to get you? Because it's going to be better, right? A tier five Fisha is probably going to be upwards of what? 150, 160? 170 an hour probably so if you take 130 so well whoa k21 says 280,000 is that right 280,000 an hour so 280,000 plus let's say the 130 you can get off Aeroch and the Antares that's 410,000 you would need six hours of mining it and that would last you for a week <clears throat> yep K21 says, you have a calculator on your website. You should know. I just don't have it pulled up. That's all. Because honestly, until about 15 minutes ago, I wasn't even thinking about this. Okay? I mean, honestly, I, I wasn't even thinking about this. Uh, it wasn't an option to me, but maybe it's something we can do. Any other questions about the event store? Any this or that? Or either ors or questions that people have on the event store? I'll try to, to tackle those in like the next four or five minutes. Bubba Joe, I also uh, want to tell you very quickly about Tendi. Obviously, yes, she's giving more hull, right? I saw that in the chat as we were going to break. What is she doing? She's giving more hull. Yes, but what's it mean, Bubba? What is it quantitatively doing, quantitatively doing for a customer? We demonstrated it on the Twitch stream, right? We demonstrated right. it on the Twitch stream. For example, and this, by the way, is going to be different for everybody, and it's going to be different on the number of hostels or the type of hostels. So, Bubba Joe, after the Twitch stream, I may or may not have done a little bit of nerd math on some common targets. Would uh -oh. you? Yeah. Uh, for example, what is one place that everybody loves to go to grind stuff? Like 80% uh, of the players go to this system to grind reload tokens, officer XP, Federation oh, rep. Well, that's clearly Tiger Core. That is clearly Tiger Core. I was going to make a joke and call it Tiger <laughs> Tiger Core. All right. Tiger Core. Uh, you guys are welcome to check in your battle logs. Mine are going to be a little bit off. Okay. They're going to be a little bit off, Bubba Joe, because I'm a level 45. My research is different. My ships are different. All right. But over the course of. Uh, an entire battle log, all right? And I did 10 hostels, a very small sample size, admittedly. I did 10 hostels. I took the amount of hull damage per hostel, averaged it out, Bubba Joe, and then took the amount of hull that I gained from 10D, all right? Would anybody be curious to know how many more Tygo Core hostels, by the way, mathematically, on average for me, will vary by everybody, all right? Captain, whoa, Captain Oblivious has clearly done the same math. He says 15, Divine says 25. I was at 17. Now, 17 extra hostels, all right, K21 says on what ship. Uh, I actually did the test in an Enterprise because 
why would you be grinding in Tygo Core if not for rep, Bubba Joe, right? So you True. would probably be wanting the extra Federation rep. I did not use the Jellyfish Divine. I used the Enterprise because of the rep gains. Someone who's grinding in Tygo Core is probably wanting to maximize rep. So what are you going to use down there? You're going to use an Enterprise, okay? You don't use an Augur if you're grinding Federation rep, Divine. <laughs> Just throwing that out there. <laughs> well, okay. actually, you can use an auger to if you're going dual rep because it will help balance it out. It helps You'll balance get naturally more federation. Well, yeah, if you're going and for then the auger, will yeah. give you extra bonus loot for uh, for Romulan. Okay, got, it, well, I said if you're going Romulan for fed rep. All right, you but, did, you did. <laughs> What's Stevens, yeah. Aaron? I've, I've got so much Romulan research that my Romulan increases faster than my fed rep in Klingon space. Yeah, yeah. It so it depends, my, on, my depends on what you're chasing, okay? <laughs> now, uh, so I did mine with the Enterprise. Obviously, there could be better crews, and I did use Pike, Moreau, and Chen, right? Why wouldn't I? Um, of course. So I used Pike, Moreau, and Chen um, just based on 10 kills, okay? Just based on 10 kills, I would have uh, I estimated, Bubba Joe, I would have gotten about 17. Now, based on one or two of my battle logs, I could have gotten like an extra 30, so it just kind of depends. There's still a little bit of RNG with crits. There's still the number of rounds, this and that. Um, that being said, if I was going to get an extra 17, all right, uh, I also did this math. Uh, out of Tygo Core, out of 17 extra kills, all right, that means that I am going to get approximately, Bubba Joe, seven extra chests. Ooh, that's something that a lot of people haven't thought about, is it, Bubba Joe? Extra True. loot chest. And what, for example, does Tygo Core drop in those loot chests? It's usually decent amounts of officer XP or reload tokens or what else comes in those chests over there? All right, reloads ship and, and ship BPs. Okay, really? Ship BPs? Yeah. Like good mm -hmm. ship BPs out of Tygo Core? Yeah. The speed-ups, I know. Burrell BPs? They drop like crazy in there? Wow. Mm -hmm. That's crazy. Yes. Um, I didn't pay attention to, to the BPs. I paid attention mostly to the speed-ups and the reloads and the officer XP. Every single, <coughs> every single hull could potentially get me an extra seven loot chests. All right? And by the way, I didn't grind out to, to a nothing hull. All right? I just did math based off 10, 10 hostels because I wasn't doing all that. All right. Tier one, Tendi, by the way. Bubba Joe, we did the math on Borg probes the other night. Borg yep. probes. How many people have been looking for ways to get more Borg probes per run? All right. A lot of people. Heck, I still do it, Bubba Joe. I'm still trying to make sure that I can fill my cargo. Right? I'm not using Pike Moreau Chen anymore. I'm not even using five Chen and Talon anymore. All right. I have changed my crew so that I can try to figure out how to get the most probes per cell. All right. Mathematically speaking, Bubba Joe, with the crew that I was using, based on our on-screen testing, I would get 12 extra Borg kills per hull on average. That's huge. 12 extra Borg kills. Given that my 5 of 11 and the level 33 Borgs are dropping uh, on average, I think for me, about 12,000 probes. Is that right? Am I remembering that proper? Yeah. Yeah, yeah, yeah. About 12,000 probes. 12,000 probes times, what did we just say, Bubba Joe? 
How many hostels? Tw- uh, 12, right? 12. It's 144,000 extra probes per run. Tier one, Oglevy. Tier one is my attendee. Tier one. And I can get 144,000 extra probes per run. Mathematically. Mathematically. K21 says you're talking about with the ship skin. Yes, I am. All right. Um, is there a prime? Is there a prime? I don't know. And yes, I, like I said, this is for me. Your results are going to vary. It's also going to depend on your research. How much whole health? It depends on the tier of your Vidar, right? Okay. So lots of things are going to matter here. The reason that Tendi is going to make a difference for me different than Bubba Joe is actually not because of Tendi, right, Bubba Joe? Tendi is going to affect our Vidars. Yours and mine is going to affect our Vidars in the exact same way, mathematically. And we did it on screen. It's, what was it, 44,000 hull. If, I, I can tell you right now, folks, if you've got a Tier 9 Vidar, then Tendi is giving you 44,000 hull. Period. Plain and simple. Hard stop. Done. Uh, is it 40? You know what? It was 46, wasn't it, Bubba Joe? Because of that one research. Yep. Yeah, it's 46. Okay? 46,000. Everybody, tier 9 Vidar, I don't care if you're Ops 30, Ops 35, Ops 45, Ops 55. Everybody's going to get the same amount. Now, why results may vary is because of other research that could be extending the life of our Vidar in other ways. Right, Bubba Joe? As in right. research, all the stuff that's cumulative, okay? So if my uh, shiny says tier 9 level 1 uh, or level 41, okay, in fairness, it does have to be 45. All right, I said tier 9. I said maxed, shiny, because if you look on stfc.space, whole health changes by level, which I didn't even realize. Bubba Joe is the one who educated me on that. Go to stfc.space, scroll to the very, very bottom, and you're going to see a chart by level uh, of the ship and the whole health, all right? DJ Gurr says all stats change by level. That may be true. Hell, I did not know that. I knew that cargo and protected cargo did, Bubba Joe. I did not know that whole health did as well. Uh, nonetheless, no. it's there. No no, 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 not all stats change by level, no. Okay, not all no. stats, but th- th- is whole health the same on everything? Is that always a thing, or is it just the Vidar? No, that is on every ship. So whole health on every ship, cargo and protected cargo on every ship. Is there anything else that's on every no. ship? No. Cargo and protected cargo does not change with level. That it does changes on, by tier. It does on surveys. No. Oh, it's on, by tier. See, this, oh, mm-hmm. God, it cr- that blows, blows my mind. Shield and whole health is by level. Okay. Uh, cargo and protected by tier. Whew. And then you have by level, which is also the ship ability. The ship ability. Right? Okay. So there you go. And that is everything that changes by, you know, tearing up and stuff. Well, nonetheless, that was a piece of education that I needed the other night, Bubba Joe. And it helped me realize that the benefit of Tendi is very universal. Mm -hmm. It's very universal. If you, it doesn't matter your ops. If you have a tier one Tendi and a level 45 Vidar, you're getting the same benefit I'm getting, which is amazingly beautiful in this game that is so wildly imbalanced all the time, Bubba. Here is a piece of content that is the same for everybody. Okay? Uh, Bizarro says balanced. Ha ha. I mean, 
it is. Tendi is going to provide you 46,000 extra hull on a level 45 Vidar, regardless of your ops. Okay? I mean, it's, it is it's the same. Bubba Joe, if you decided to start flying around a Tier 9 uh, level 45 Enterprise, G3 Epic, the benefit Tendi gives you is the same as my level 45 Enterprise, which is mind-boggling. All right? Now, you've got other things that bridge that gap, but Tendi is giving you and I the same thing. Yes. Swarm. Swarm. Let's do Swarm here on Swarm Sunday. All right. Again, going to be very, very different depending on what other researches you have. All right. But if you want to take a look at stfc.space, and let's take a look at an early Frank A. All right. I believe I did this. I don't even remember now. I believe I did this on a tier four Frank A. Is that where uh, the maximum is before it goes to G4 materials? Uh, yes. Tier four. Tier four naked. Okay. A naked tier four, by the way, is going to provide you. Here we go. Whole health in the amount of 45,000. Okay. Plus your whole health bonus at tier four. Let's do this here real quick. Okay. Whole health, 45,000 plus at tier four. It's also going to be level 20. That's going to give you an extra 60,320, Bubba Joe. 60,320. So your base whole health is approximately 105,000. Plus, you've got 3,400 from that. Is it 34, 36, Bubba, from that research? Long story short, let's call it 109,000. 109,000. 75% of that is 75,000 extra hull. How much hull damage do you take off of your swarm? All right, take a look at a battle log. Uh, maybe you're doing today with 35s, right? Because you're up there and you've got to do so many of them, right? So let's take a look here. Actually, you know what? I uh, apparently completely forgot what I was doing and I went to hit level 32 swarm. So glad I'm getting one point instead of 10. Uh, that said, <laughs> let's take a look at the whole health. I took 1,900 whole health on a level 32, Bubba Joe. If I'm getting 75,000 health bonus points divided by 1,900, that is 39 extra swarm at level 32. Now that's at level given 32. that you're at the maximum for the health stat? Or, okay, because at tier four, what's your underdeck looking like? Are you able to max all your stats? Which one is the priority you should be maxing for the Franklin, depending on your crew? Well, it depends on the yeah. It depends on the crew you're running with. I have always argued that health is always the number one. Health will always be the number one ship stat you should be getting to first, followed by defense. All right, now don't completely ignore attack, but you know defense can be partially mitigated by your officers. All right, Beverly My Crusher. Being, yeah, make sure that you're at your three hundred percent. Otherwise, Tendi may not be the option if you're. Like she may not be giving you the same as the percentage could be if you're choosing a health officer. Well, we're talking base. If you're not at the 300%. No, no, Karkin, we're talking base. These well, are that's what base I mean. the figures. Health stat, that increases your base, right? It doesn't increase the base. No. Well, from the base. So you get. 
but it doesn't increase the base. Tendi affects the base. All right, so it doesn't matter if you're at 300% ship slot bonus or 100% ship slot bonus. Tendi is giving you the same because she is off of base. All right, you could have 0% and it doesn't matter, like K21 says, because she is affecting the base. All right, so uh, that is the benefit. There's a tier four Franklin giving you. Again, that's a Franklin A, Tier 4, and I just had a battle log for 32s, which is obviously a small target, but it would give me an extra 40 swarm, Bubba Joe. If that was, you know, at the point where it was stressing me out. Maybe go up and hit a larger target. I think I probably have a 45 swarm in here. Now, would Tendi, oh, here's a big one, Bubba Joe. Is Tendi enough to help me do my dailies in one run? Because that's annoying. That's annoying when I go all the way up to level 45 space and I can't finish my daily. All right, let's see. 6,200, 6,500, 6,600. All right, I'm going to write this down here real quick. 6,200, 6,500, 6,600. I'm just adding up all of the um, hull damage that I take. There's another 6,400. 6,400 plus 6,900 plus 6,900 plus 3,400 plus 3,200. 3,000. Bubba Joe, Tendi gets me one extra level 45 hostile. That's huge. That's big. All right. Maybe one more ship component upgrade will get me one, and then Tendi gets me one, and I can do my dailies on one trip. It's a 15-minute warp, people. 15-minute warp. I like this comment in the chat. Bubba Joe. Ooh. Oh. How about Tendi on a sarcophagus? Ooh. Let's take a look. Well, is it's going to add a lot of hole. Is the sarcophagus driven by research or ability, or is it built into its base? Let's take a look at a tier four sarcophagus. Tier 4 sarcophagus has only, ooh, I say only, has 231,580 hull at base. Then let's come down to level 20, where it adds Bubba Joe another 117,792. For a base hull figure, oh, don't forget to add the 3,600. For a base hull figure of 352,900, Bubba Joe, Tendi giving you 75% of that, giving you 265,000 extra hull. Now, 265,000 extra hull, Bubba Joe, is that actually a lot? You got to think, what is the sarcophagus being used for? Uh, defending uh, nodes in territory capture. Correct, but it's used in PvP, right? Oh, yes. Is a player ship ever only throwing 1,900 whole health per battle or 6,000 whole health, or in my case of the Swarm, 40,000 whole health? It's unlikely. It's unlikely. I would almost argue that while the actual number of whole benefit with Tendi on a Sarko is high, its practicality is probably less because there's a high degree of likelihood someone is throwing more than a half a million powered shot at you. 
Okay. Why do I say half a million power? Let's pretend that they that you're able to mitigate half of it. That leaves you with two hundred and fifty thousand. There is no Dagon shield on these things, so you're taking pretty much a hundred percent to hull, right? So Bubba Joe is an enterprise G three epic capable of throwing a half a million power shot. Yes, absolutely, ladies and gentlemen. Can a level twenty eight Saladin? throw a half a million powered shot oh yeah oh yeah all right well at least the one at least the one you're absolutely right so while it's great mathematically bubba joe its practicality is different there are no hostiles at least where most of us are playing bubba joe may counter there are no office or no hostiles that are throwing you know 500,000 power shots. For, for I know that they exist. For the majority of the people in chat, that is true. For they, me, that is not true. I know. They do exist, folks. They do exist. And listen, some armadas do as well. The Borg armadas will. All right. And and Joker says not once Chen is involved, and that's kind of the point, right? When Chen's involved, you don't have that. And the great news is you can still use Pike Moreau Chen with Tendi. Tendi's an underdeck officer. So really... Yep. Where is Tendi's primary practicality, folks? We thought the other night, Bubba Joe, we tried to test it in PvP. It didn't make a huge difference. I was convinced that it would. But it didn't end up making a huge difference. And what did I say, Bubba? We ran a couple of different battle logs, and we surmised. Tendi only bought me, like, one extra shot. She bought me one extra PvP shot. Well, that's not significant in PvP. No. But in PvE. In PvE, where you can get Chen to mitigate 96% of the hostile's damage while not impacting her ability with Tendi, that's massive. When you are only taking 1,000 or 1,500 or even 2,500 damage per hostile, not even per shot or per round, but per hostile, then Tendi is going to last you a lot longer. A lot longer. Contrary to my original belief, Bubba Joe, Tendi is not exactly the most potent PvP officer that we could use. Somebody asked the question then, Bubba Joe, does a lower decks officer belong on the lower deck in lieu of a statistics-based officer? And we said at the beginning of this arc that it depends on your application. If you're in PvP and you're using statistics, then maybe not. I'm going to double down on Tendi and say Tendi is not worth being under deck if it's a PvP event. All right. Now, Stevens Aaron says in a PvP damage event, maybe. I don't, I don't know about all that. In a damage event, I'm probably going for damage. You know, I'm probably going with Mariner there, Bubba Joe. All right. Um, really, but no. because yeah, in a PvP damage event, you don't want to have more hull. Yeah. You want your opponents to have more hull. Yeah. Yeah. And not only that, I, I might also argue that not even with Mariner, I probably still would want the stats because extra mitigation, Bubba Joe, or sorry, mm -hmm. extra piercing, rather, is going to uh, prevent more of that shot from bouncing off into space and is going to land more damage on their hull. So uh, I would still argue in PvP, 
I still wouldn't be looking at a lower decks officer. I'm probably looking at, or at least not Tendi, well, right? I was going to say. So, I might be looking so at Badgy. Someone... I could be looking at okay. Badgy for extra piercing. On the other hand, if I'm wanting to play defense in that type of event, Bubba Joe, I could be looking at Boimler for extra, mit uh, extra mitigation. But again, I still think that stats are going to overwhelm my enemy more so than what I'm going to get off a lower decks officer. All right? Um, because you so, gotta you got to think. Depends on how many stats that you can get off that thing. Go ahead, Bubba. It, it does completely depend. But the one officer that I would say that if they're going to make a big difference, because I – We've talked about it. I don't think that even in PvP that Boimler or Badgie are are going to make much of a difference. We've talked about how Mariner ends up getting watered down and all the different effects. And, and it's not, you know, adding 95% to your damage is not very good when you already have officers that can add, you know, 500% of your health or your attack to damage, right? So, so those officers, I think, are not going to be great in PvP. The one officer that I think could be useful in PvP is Rutherford because the longer the shield. your shields stay up, yes. the better 80-20 mitigate. You know, the longer you have that 80-20 mitigation, the better off you're going to be, the more ships you're going to be able to kill in PvP. Absolutely. We touched on this in the stream the other night. We're getting ready to Don't wrap up. on your Enterprise. Rutherford. All right. Well, Rutherford is probably lesser valuable on an Enterprise. Okay. Just baby one. Maybe a baby one, but definitely more useful on ships that don't regenerate. Uh, or if you're if you're using Kirk Spock, probably don't need Rutherford. Okay, it's a different style of ability. Uh, that said, uh, they do do different things. And if you struggle with shield loss, Bubba Joe's exactly right. What happens in round twenty, Bubba Joe, if you've dropped your shield and someone throws a one million power shot and you're only mitigating fifty percent, for example, round twenty, your shield is gone. You're mitigating fifty percent. How much goes to your hull? Uh, 50%. 50%. Straight down the pipe, okay? Now, let's pretend that we have Rutherford, Bubba Joe, and let's pretend that Rutherford gives us an extra two rounds, all right? Uh, that might even be generous. Let's say he gets you an extra four shots. That might be a more accurate assessment because, again, depending on who you're fighting, he's doing at tier one... What is he? Uh, 90% shield? Hold on, let me go back and check. I can't remember now. <clears throat> Rutherford at tier 1, 45%. Thank you. Okay, couldn't remember. Uh, Rutherford, where did he go? Keep losing him. Yeah, let me just look at stfc.space. That would have been way faster. Uh, okay. Rutherford. Here we go. Tier 1. Uh, it's actually 50%. So you guys messing me up. Uh, 50% at tier one, Bubba Joe. So if I was flying, uh, let's say a tier six enterprise, is that fair? Can I, can I assume that that is a relatively okay spot to try to be? All right. Tier six, uh, turning off the range, going to tier six. Here you go. Base shield health, Bubba Joe. Base, 188,339 plus a level 30 level bonus on shield health is another 33,728 times 33,728. 
that is whoops, thirty three seven twenty eight plus. What did I say? One eighty eight. I just screwed up. One eighty eight. Here we go. Three thirty nine. Bubba Joe, that's a base value of two hundred and twenty two thousand. Rutherford's getting you a hundred thousand extra hole at base. Now, that in and of itself is probably realistically one shot. 100,000 shield. That's realistically one shot. Rutherford is going to buy you one extra shot of you not taking damage straight to hull. All right? So what amount of damage would be an average amount of damage that somebody would throw at you, Bubba Joe, where the difference between 80-20 shield hull uh, is 100% hull. Let's say that that shot is... I don't know. What's a reasonable shot? One million? One and a half million? Let's go with that. All right. One and a half million, where let's say 50% is being mitigated. That is the difference between 750,000 hull damage and 150,000 hull damage. Bubba Joe, will that extend your life? A little yeah. bit. It gets you one extra shot to throw one shot back, and that's a tier one Rutherford. Bubba Joe, let's take that shield bonus now. And we're on a tier six enterprise, but let's take that shield bonus now, Bubba Joe, to 300,000. 300,000. That's what Rutherford would do for a tier six enterprise at tier five. 300,000 extra shield. Now, let's again pretend that we're taking a 1 million power shot, Bubba that half of it's getting mitigated, all right, and 80-20 being split. That means 500,000 would be coming to my shield hole, uh, my shield hole mitigation, and 100,000 of that would be going to my, uh, my hull, right? 80-20 split, so 400,000 would be going to the shield. In that particular case, you still only get one extra shot. Bubba, am I correct? Am I following this right in my head? Seems like. Okay. So I'm still only going to buy myself one extra shot. You're saying, well, that's a tier five Boimler, right? Yes, it is. Only buying you one extra shot. But what happens when your Enterprise goes to tier seven? Or your Augur goes to tier eight? Because the Enterprise, I mean, it's good for shield. All right. The Augur, well, yeah, Augur's probably a bad example. Is Rutherford an example of an officer that might be better on a particular ship, Bubba Joe? Yes. When we're talking about where these officers are useful, we just broke down Tendi, PVE, and potentially on, uh, on a battleship. All right? Rutherford, PVP, potentially but really the best effect on explorers. Now, neither one of them are going to provide benefits elsewhere, but truthfully, Rutherford is only going to get you about one, maybe two shots of extra life. But what does two shots mean, Bubba Joe, when you're dealing with, say, a G3 rare or a G3 uncommon or maybe even a select G3 epic? How much is two shots? a lot could be could be two rounds could be could be one round 
could be two weapons. And what we know of the game's mechanics also tell us that if a, a weapon has multiple shots, then it can only focus on one target. Bubba Joe, if I can buy myself one extra shot, even if it's on the target that's going to be destroyed, I bought myself one extra round or one extra shot with another one of my ships, and particularly in base defense, right? I bought myself an extra round or an extra, even, eh, even in PvP. If I can buy myself an extra two shots, that could be another round. Just depends on the enemy I'm fighting. Right. Is it game-changing? No. Did I think it would be? Maybe. But it does provide a tangible benefit. The delay of approximately one to two... I don't want to say delay. The extension of life of one to two shots, Bubba Joe. And that can't be understated when we look at an event like the Disco event, funny enough, where one shot made the difference. One shot made a difference. So, well, but I, I don't think that Rutherford is going to change that one shot of the disco PvP event. It depends. You'd have to be really, really on a close precipice. Do you remember that one disco that I showed you where I only survived because of it was straight up RG, but I only survived by 4,000 hull. I survived the crit by somebody else. I had 4,000 hull left, and then my crit that I dealt back was bigger, and he died. But I, I came close to death. What yes, would Rutherford do on a discovery? Let's well, pretend on. the discovery is maxed, all right? Let's go with a Who's, max discovery. Hang on. Before we get down that road, who is your crew? You know what my crew was. I was using uh, 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 Marcus and Honor Guard Wharf and Harrison. So how is Rutherford going to work against Harrison? Ah, good question. Yeah, see, not even there. You're right. You're not even right. Yeah, yeah I mean, you are right, because those battle logs were ending while you still had full shield. Yep. Right. That's right. So, again, kind of niche here, all right? Some benefit, some area where there's better benefit, but not across the board, game-changing. All right, there's Tendi and Rutherford. We'll do more on these lower decks as time goes on. Uh, Bubba Joe, did you happen to capture any questions regarding... Uh, event store this or that so that we can wrap up the show. Have we taken our last I break? I did, we did. Yeah. not see any. You have taken your last break. Yeah, okay, so uh, IJ was giving you a hard time that, you know, like 45 minutes ago you were wrapping up the show. Yeah, so? <laughs> I'm just... <laughs> I like spending time with you, IJ. Gosh. <laughs> you're, like, you're like that guy who's like, listen, you're my best friend, but I hate when you're near me. Mm. Uh <laughs> <laughs> Like, don't uh, I think talk IJ me. gets to spend as much time with you as he wants. He does. IJ, IJ is, he's a good guy. He, he helps me test everything. He's always the guy that shows up when we want to test something. I just wish he wasn't like 12 ops higher than me. It'd make it easier. <laughs> <laughs> Although, hey, look, I, I died to a sanctus. Oh, wow. Uh, yeah, what I know. did I learn? Listen, <laughs> I did learn that, uh, that a tier 8 G3 epic can only do about 5 or 10% hull damage to a Tier 2 Nova, which I honestly didn't see that coming. It only had one shot, Bubba Joe. It's got one weapon to throw one shot. I really thought I'd be able to do more to that Nova. Yeah, nope. So listen, if you guys are seeing a Nova out there and just thinking, oh, it's just like every other miner. It's like weak sauce, like well, miners are. Yeah, nope. 
<laughs> so if if Unova has a PVP crew, you're a little you're in a little bit of trouble. But <laughs> if they have a, they have a mining crew because I've done this testing. Okay, I took my tier two Nova and I was mining uh, whatever I think Isogen or something, and uh, I asked players on my server like, hey, if you got a tier tier nine uh, G three Epic, I want you to come hit my miner. This is open season. I know I'm not over. Just tell me if it because I had a mining crew on there. And Did he do it? Uh, I beat up on augers. I beat up on D4s. Enterprise, enterprises roasted me. But again, I had a mining crew, well, not yeah. a crew to try and Andre defend. Sho- showed up with Kirk, Spock, Khan. Or was, was it Kirk, Spock, Honor Guard, Worf? That's what it was. It was Kirk, Spock, uh, Worf. And <laughs> it toasted me. Uh, Bizarro says that um, a maxed Enterprise could kill a Nova with a Leslie crew. That makes sense. An Enterprise with a Leslie crew can kill most things, to be to be fair. All right. Well, in that case, let's uh, let's get ready to wrap up. Guys, thank you so very much. Uh, the show went long, but, you know, what else is new? Uh, we've got other, st- uh, other stuff to do. As a matter of fact, Bubba Joe, I do believe, probably not tonight, just unless, you know, I get totally bored, but maybe tomorrow... Uh, we'll try, we'll come out and try to do a Twitch stream, uh, maybe tomorrow evening. I'm not sure. It depends on my day, but we'll have a little bit of fun and we'll do more testing, more officer Mythbusters. We've been taking solicitations, Bubba Joe. I've got like three more tests to add to our, to add to our list. So you guys be sure to watch our last Twitch stream. It's called, uh, Mythbusters, officer Mythbusters and see if that answers any questions for you. And if you've got anything that you would like to add to our list, I like this series, Bubba Joe. It was a lot of fun going out and testing specific scenarios, and I want to keep doing it, all right? It was a lot of fun. I agree. It was a lot of fun. Uh, You guys be sure to do that. And to find our Twitch channel, go onto our website at TalkingTrekSTFC.com. TalkingTrekSTFC.com. There you're going to find links to Twitch. You're going to find links to our YouTube, where we had a really good week. Thank you guys for that. like to get everybody uh, going there to share that and get subscribed to that channel as we push to 10,000 subscribers. would also like to invite you to click on our patron link where you can join the club, turn your name gold, and support this show at a level of only $5 or more per month like these fine individuals. Gregor, thank you. Chuck, Hank, I, Beglin, Venkman, Scott, Stevens, Aaron, Dark Lord, Fookum, Thorn, Virtual Army, Jaybird, Cobra, DJ, Red 2, and Honey, Dunk, Abe, Jonathan Ingram, Tavi Moser, Regis, Lady Kess, and uh, JC, Engineering Free, Philly Hudson, Morpheus, Cam Coulter, uh, Z-Man, Jetski, Wingnut, CCXN, Fluffy Puma, Devil's Advocate, Goofy Names Rock, Raxanar, Striker, Jerry Ryan, Indy Dandy, Quackfu, King 101, Commander Taylor, Maztec, Blue Mandalorian, Professor Chronic Breaks, Spocky Avenger, Stony Dude, Foggin' Farts, Bubba Joe, Crazy Bob, Rude Dude, Arian, Judge Crane, Galen, Splatsu, Eden, Sentinel, Looter, Conair, Iris, Jack, Vinius, Giovanni, Dragoslayo, Lord Neelix, Lobot, Subcommander, This Fella, Captain Jack, Dr. Link, Highway Empire, Velvet Thunder, Right Turn Clyde, Your Mom, uh, Royal Power, Scarlet Hawk, Young Ducat, Lorenzo, Seven of Nine, Lube, Cha Cha Roar, A Fox, Bills Mafia, E Rock, Clueless One, Warren, Hugs and Cuddles, Gator, Shady Pines, Gopher, Counselor Hugh, Iron Chef, Yusuki, Nothing Better, Fistful of Jedi, Q Tip, Handy, Louis P, Hopes, Hammerhead, Captain Oblivious, Auto Obsession, Baked Llama, G Force, Bayonetta, Rise of Just Playing Gary, JT10, Baminkas, Cavacor, Baba, Inchoate, Beaver Beaver, Harry Selson, Dragon, LA Ravager, Captain Andrew Stevens, Synchronicity, Barracuda, uh, Prime, Sandkop, and Zuzu, Tosh, Stormbringer, Tagora, Liam, Ransusi, Master Blaster, Smoke Mohawk, Cruzito, NC, uh, Super Jesse, Wolfhammer, Timster, Arius, Black Widow, Everywhere It Matters, Mara, Welch, UPS Man, In World, or Kobayashi, Blue Play, Quack Quack, Tucker, Next Level Thinking, Gabe is Days, J4D, Snacker, IG83, Janel, Smith, Delisle, E Party, General Chaos, Sir Tail, uh, Monkey, Skippy, Archer, Captain Jack Morris, it's Hunter, Darkside Luke, Colgan, 
uh, Zinfried, Game Junior, Tactical Cream, Scott, Trader Rex, Loser, Opera Girl, Bad Boy, Peppies, Echo, Viper, Goateed Spock, and Primal Fear. Thank you guys for supporting Talking Trek, a registered trademark and recorded in front of a live studio audience for distribution across podcast platforms everywhere. My name is Ultimate DJs, your friendly neighborhood cat person, saying meow for now. Love you, minute. Catch you on the next one. Meow. Bye, everybody. Bye.